Blog Talk Radio. During the pandemic, my lifestyle drastically changed. My income came to a screeching halt. You have to understand, I'm a hustler. I'm a legit entrepreneur. I sell things. I come in contact with people all the time. I have to stay safe. I didn't have a choice but to trust the vaccine. And if you live the type of lifestyle that I live, you out here in these streets and you hustling, an entrepreneur like me, why not do it safely? So I want everybody to take this seriously. Take a shot at staying healthy. Get the vaccine. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific Time, for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. Looking for something different? Looking for something fun? Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the educated redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all. Hello to all you filth bags and something duckers that are looking for employment. We're hiring 87,000 new IRS agents. Are you able to knock on doors and demand to see people's tax returns? We need people who are willing to handle firearms. You need to be the government's new army. Your job will consist of number not grades of people who work as waitresses and did not report all their cash tips. Or maybe they had a yard sale and did not report income. You might need to shoot someone dead who is refusing to cooperate. Or you may have to deal with some childrens. That part is for me. You might need to enforce your will on people by any means necessary to force those 99% dolts and nincompoops to give over all their property to the 1%. If they say they voted for Trump, you kick them in the kumquats. Look, almost 75 million Americans voted for Trump. Another 12 million voted for other candidates. There is another 40 million that voted for Brandon and said something mean about him on Spybook. We need to teach those political enemies that we mean business as we turn America into a third world hellhole for all. If you vote Democrat we will be coming for you eventually. But for now we are starting our training and first order of work with bringing those right and center-wing extremists to those FEMA camps that do not exist. So who wants to work for the IRS? Just go to their website and then we will put you in basic training. Once you prove to us you can handle a firearm and threaten Trump supporters hardcore enough, we will place you on those mean streets and help us confiscate property on all those fuss budgets that did not compete to perfect our free annual taxation form. Good luck to all you applicants. And good luck all you dolts and something luck who will let us get away with it. 
Have you looked at the price of Bitcoin lately? Cryptocurrencies are the hottest financial investment right now. Well, what if you can get free Bitcoin fractions by having an app on your phone or PC? Introducing Lolly, a website that rewards you with free Bitcoin pieces with your online purchases. You purchase from one of thousands of companies like Chewy, Old Navy, Groupon, and others. You get a percent of your purchase back in Bitcoin. Use my link on freedomizerradio.live or find me on Facebook for your special link to get started. Lolly, earn free Bitcoin while you shop. Hello, everyone. I want to introduce you to our friends at Marty.com. At Marty, you can stock up on all your pantry items and other household items for way, way cheaper than traditional grocery stores. I like that most of the items are organic. Also, I really dig their one-cent deal of the day. It changes every single day. I recently snagged a 10-ounce bag of dog treats for Chewbacca for a penny. Normally, they sell on their site for $7.99. With the upcoming food shortages, this is my favorite place to stock up on canned goods. If you live in the mountain or Pacific time zones, you need to get with Marty.com. M-A-R-T-I-E.com. Look for our link on our FreedomizerRadio.com website and get a $10 free just because I told you to go there. Marty.com. Great deals, good feels. Hello, Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the one world government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative show here on Freedomizerradio.com. Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show, right here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
right. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to another great night here on Freedomizer Radio. Of course, I'm your host, Proof Negative, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer. I want to thank everybody so much for finding us today. Today is Wednesday, so we will have uh, Joanne Moretti uh, joining us as usual on Wednesdays. And if you want to be a part of the show tonight, the number here is 319-527-6208. And just press lucky number one on your phone, and I will make it a point to bring you into tonight's conversation. So let's go ahead and bring Joanne in here. Joanne, welcome in. Thank you very much. Hello to you, Proof. How you doing tonight? How was your birthday last week? Uh, it was. It happened. Uh, I, I guess I'm getting old. I'm 51 now. Yeah, well, happy birthday again. Yeah, my traveling, I, I enjoyed myself, too. I had a good time. Oh, okay. So, thank you for having me in on Wednesday. Oh, well, thank you for thanking me. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about tonight. Oh, my goodness. Well, we got to make up for lost time here. Yeah, we do. All kinds of stuff happened while we were off last week. So, first, uh, first thing I want to get into here is everybody now. It's almost a foregone conclusion that Michael Robinson Obama is going to be the nominee because he is a nice lady. Yeah, well, I I just saw something that she was over in Germany giving a speech, and she got. Uh, $741,000 for speaking for one hour. Now, you know yeah. that's how they launder money. But, oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, she's over there with the high rollers. What's she need all that money for? Yeah, cause she's going to run. She's going to run. Yeah, so that, that just takes care of some super PACs and stuff, right? Yeah, that takes care of Joe Biden. It takes care of the Kamala Harris problem. They just got to keep him there. Until the the um, primaries, they got to keep Biden in because if Biden steps down now and Kamala Harris takes over, that makes her an incumbent, and that would make her a lot harder to beat. They wouldn't just throw her out after only being there for a few months, so they would be more committed to her. But if they can get rid of both of them in a primary. And you know Michelle Obama would beat Biden hands down. They would, I mean, they might as well just hand her the nomination now. And I'm sure that's going to upset Newsom unless she chooses him as her running mate. But I wouldn't that put that, pressure though. on her? What? I could see that, though. I can see it happening, too. It's already it's taking place. It's It's, it's setting up. You know, you and I talked about this. We called it a long time ago. Michelle was being the dark horse. I never considered, I never considered uh, gruesome as the vice president until we're just now talking about it. Yeah, well, he'd have to settle for that. A pretty boy isn't going to do anything for a national election. Everybody will laugh at him. But that's his foot in the door, and she'd have to watch her back because that's a cutthroat situation going on right there. He wants the top job, and if she just sails by everybody and it gets handed to her, he's going to think he got robbed, unless they uh, find him. Not just that, well, how do you think Robert F. Kennedy Jr. feels? 
Oh, he already knows they're not going to let him be the nominee. They let him run, sure. You can run, you can spend money, you can buy ads, but you, you ain't getting that nomination any more than Bernie was. Remember when well, he, Bernie was running? Robert and we Kennedy talked about said it? he was already told he's not getting the nomination, so 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 don't run. Right. And Bernie, he actually thought he might get the nomination, even though Nancy Pelosi told us no socialist is going to get the nomination. But she told us up front. They always tell us. But, you know, everybody, they were donating to Bernie and rooting for Bernie. And, and then Bernie actually got it in his head that he might have been ripped off. And as soon as he started asking questions, they indicted his wife, remember? Got her on some bogus stuff with the university saying that she was embezzling, something like that. And then when he finally gave it up, all those charges went away and he got the new... Um, cabin house up there on the lake in the new car. And all was well in Whoville. But yeah, they're really going to have to give Newsom a whole bunch of little consolation prizes. But well, she's I know he's doing, that, he's doing that stupid debate tonight, right? Or is that tomorrow? Oh, I don't know. Tonight is the Republican debate. Is so is uh, is he going up against that? So I don't know who's going to no, watch. I, I know that Sean Hannity is in L.A. right now because he's going to do a debate between Gruesome and DeSantis. Oh, so maybe that's, that's tomorrow after. then. Yeah, maybe it's tomorrow because tonight is the Republican debate and. Right. Um, Asa Hutchinson didn't make it, but the others did. And now Mike Pence come out and said, well, you know, if I get the nomination, I'll consider Chris Christie as my VP running mate. Mm-mm. Are you kidding me? Those two have a better chance of getting struck by lightning in a cave. Wow. Yeah, neither one of those. Yeah, what a smack in the face to Christie, though. You think Christie's going to take that on? I'm running for the top job. Well, will come out and say Mike Pence would make a good vice president. Right? Yeah, he already knows what he's doing in that job. Not really, though. He screwed that up. He was doing good, too, right, until, right up until the last minute. Mm-hmm. Did you see what that judge did to Trump today? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, everybody's been talking about that. So the... The judge, yeah, how does we, the judge decide what the what the value is of a house? He doesn't. This is personal. He doesn't decide that. And, you know, do they think that Donald Trump just picked up the phone and said, hey, bank, I want this much money and my property's worth this, so send the check? That's not how it works. For loans that size, you have to go, of course, through the bank, and then they send out their appraisers to appraise everything. You have to list all of your assets, and they evaluate them. And then you have the underwriter and the title company. So they also have to send their appraisers, and they have to come up with a number. So Trump didn't just call them up. Now, this judge obviously has never taken out a corporate loan. Not only that, but this is a private transaction between a bank and a client. What does the government have to do with it other than taxes there was the loan was repaid with interest timely there was never a mock or, or, or you know any type of a late payment or anything 
and it's long past. But this judge decides that the what did he say the property was worth? Eighteen um, million. Yeah, eighteen million. The carriage house is worth eighteen million in that place. The house, the lot across the street, just a lot, is going for forty million dollars. Uh, yeah, I, I was talking about that lot. earlier, right? Yeah, so what? A dirt lot is worth more than a than a palace, right? Yeah, so I don't know who this judge is, but he looks an awful lot like that E. Jean Carroll too. It's probably her brother. I, mean, I don't know who he is really, but this judge is something else. His name is um, Arthur Angeron, E. N. G. O. R. O. N. And he's helping to get Trump. He's also a, a registered Democrat, an associate of the ACLU and the Women's Bar Association. So, you know, he's been bashing and, and belittling Trump and his attorneys every chance he gets. And, and then the, the Trump's uh, lawyers wanted the case dismissed because it's just common business and no one's hurt. And the judge said the fair market was hurt. No, the fair market wasn't hurt. Not only that, if the property was overvalued, then so was the tax he paid on the transaction. You know, he's still got to pay tax on anything like that. So then this judge should start writing a check and give it back to Trump because he overpaid his taxes, too. You know, the, I'm, trying this, to, I'm this, still this, trying to understand this all this because how do empty lots – how can a, a judge just say he's – there's no jury, there, there's nothing. The judge just decides on his own that an empty lot across the street is worth more than a palace. And he's the yeah. final answer? Right. Even Eric and uh, his brother said, oh, it's only worth $18 million. I'll take 10 of them then. I saw that. Unbelievable. And who does this judge say? He's a New York judge. So he wants to liquidate all Trump's assets in New York by going to the value of a property out of state. How does he get to make rulings on what property's worth in Florida? That's none of his freaking business. So let me ask you though, what, what's Trump's uh, answer to this? Because uh, I don't think he, uh, I don't, I don't think that he could just lay down and accept that. No, he's not going to just lay down and accept it. But still, you know, of course he's going to have to appeal that. But they're trying to break him. You know, money, 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 money. These lawyers aren't free. Right. And these courts aren't free and all the costs and, you know, I mean, they, they charge by the billing hour, these lawyers. So they're trying to bankrupt him. They want to take away his property and they want to liquidate his businesses. They want to cost him all kinds of money in legal fees. He's never going to get that legal fees back. Who's he going to sue? This is really Even bad. If he sues, if he sues in New York State, they're just going to say, uh, they're just going to say, forget it anyway. Yeah, well, New York State files bankruptcy every year. Right. So. I mean, this is really bad proof. This is getting, this is, it's already gotten to be outrageous, but this is, we're watching a real life persecution 
an overthrow of our country, a Marxist revolution. You know, on our show a long time ago, we said it doesn't matter if you think you're in a revolution. The Marxists think they're in a revolution, and they get a vote. You can deny it all you want, but we've been in a revolution. They're invading our country with foreigners. They're using every bit of the Constitution against the Constitution. They are, I mean, racist, unbelievably racist, Marxist. They're racist against whites and blacks and Latinos. They just, you know, they're they're talking about how if everybody's a victim, somebody's got to be the perpetrator. So right now, white people are the perpetrator. But they're treating black people and Latino people like they're idiots. Can't pull off getting an ID. Well, how are these people driving around with licenses? How are these people getting jobs? How are they they're doing all right? You know, not everybody's a victim out here. But they're trying to make people think they are. Whole groups of people, they're treating them like they're illiterate. They have to lower their standards in school because of the color of someone's skin. That's a lie. They're lowering the standards because the teachers can't teach. It's not that the kids can't learn. And they screw up everything. They're screwing up math so that the parents can't even help the children, which is a further way to isolate the children from the parents. Because if the parents don't know the information, how are they going to teach the kids? They don't teach them in cursive writing. They're never going to teach them enough information to overthrow them, so you can forget that. But they can't even read the documents because they can't read in cursive. They can't do basic math. They're never going to get a job at NASA. They're never going to get a job in a, in a laboratory, you know, doing genetic research and stuff. They can't do math. All of those things require math. Even a tape measure requires math. Hanging sheet rock. You know, painting. you got to know how to price the job. So you know how, you have to know how much square footage you're going to paint. What are these kids going to do? And we're watching it. And we're watching how our children, they're forcing vaccines and masks and everything else on these children, but they let 11 million people come across the border, and they're exempt from any of that, any of our health rules. Or, you know, they're throwing people out, families that are like Section 8 families and, and, you know, low-income families. They're throwing them out of these hotels so that they can put immigrants in for free. These people get free hotels. They get free meals, free clothing, free cell phones, free medical, free educations. I mean, you look at that hotel, that Roosevelt Hotel in New York. I saw a picture of it today. There's migrants all around. looks like a Trump rally. With the migrants, you can't even get down the street. These people have nothing to do all day. They're being sheltered, and they're being fed, and they're being clothed, but they aren't doing anything else. They don't have any jobs to go to. They are just there, and it's becoming an issue, and it's not just New York. I don't know if you saw this one, but there's a 95-year-old that was in a nursing home, 
and he got kicked out of his nursing home. He's now on the on the streets uh, because they they decided the nursing homes will now be for illegals only. Yeah, uh, that's that's incredible. I also saw a report today that the federal government is considering building housing for them in national parks. Who the hell do these people think they are? I mean, if you're going to give back the national parks, give it back to the Indians. Right. You don't just bring in, you know, 11 million migrants and then tell people, okay, this park is closed to American citizens. We're going to put foreigners up in here. And we're going to make it, you know, so that they can live here for free. And they can function here for free. They're putting tribal regions up. In national parks. And uh, we can talk about Eagle Pass if you want. Sure, let's talk about it. And and Colony Ridge. Colony Ridge, uh, if that comes to fruition and Ken Paxton was suspended while they started building Colony Ridge, and now that Mm -hmm. he's off his impeachment and he's back to work, they're going to investigate this. But Colony Ridge is allegedly the largest... If it comes to fruition like how they want it, it will be the largest city in in square miles in the United States, and it's built exclusively for illegals just outside of Houston. So you could have another Los Angeles right in Texas that's illegals only. Yeah, they're building a a no-go zone, a, a tribal region. Right. For illegals. They're conquering this country. In case anyone hasn't noticed. And they didn't even have to fire a weapon. But we are being conquered. And the American citizens are being humiliated in the process. We are being so punked right now. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know why people can't see it. But that that's why, though, because... Uh, if they leave Brandon in there, Brandon's waking people up by the boatloads every single day about uh, what's going on. But they could shut everybody up, and they could put everybody back on the plantation if they bring out Michael Robinson Obama. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, yeah. That'll get all those Democrats who are walking away. It, it's just that you won't have somebody making uh, – Stupid errors every single day. Well, see, that's what I think they're doing. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. And I think they're going to go whole hog, full speed ahead, until they get Joe Biden out. Because everything they want, they're getting. Everything. And people are getting angrier and angrier and angrier at Joe Biden. It's not really Joe Biden running the show. Everybody knows it. But he's the face of the show. So once they get rid of him, they will have gotten everything they wanted. They would have gotten those millions of people in here to invade this country. They would have destroyed our our Department of Justice, our education, our banks, our economy, our our energy. And then they can say, oh, well, Joe Biden did all that. And Michelle can walk, walk in with a clean slate and then pretend to be some sort of moderate. See, you know when, uh, in my opinion, you know, you know when the, that that Biden will will say he's retiring is when the U.S. dollar collapses, which would probably be right after Christmas. 
Yeah, it's it's coming. It's coming hard, too. And that brings us to Menendez. Menendez isn't the only one with gold in his house and mattresses stuffed with cash. And what business do they have going into his wife's locker? I know they've been trying to get rid of him. They tried to get rid of him before, and then he went again yeah. against a couple of things that Biden tried to get through now with energy. So now he's getting arrested. He got indicted for taking bribes from the Egyptians, which I'm sure he did. They're all doing it. That just tells you how widespread it is up there. But he didn't take it and put it in shell companies and you know, played three-card Monty with it, trying to follow it through the bank transactions and stuff. He took it in gold and cash. Even he knows the dollar is is crashing. So the first thing that goes out of business is the banks, and and to keep it going, you got to have some cash. You know, cash is still tangible right now. So if you, and even that senator knows. He's as crooked as the day is long. And, you know, he's been taking bribes and, and hanging with prostitutes. Remember they sent him a, a strongly worded letter when he had a hung jury there with, with the bribery mm-hmm. and the prostitutes last time? And he survived yeah, it. Well, yeah, he survived it. Remember they, they gave him a harshly worded letter? Yes. And read it out loud on the floor, and it went into, you know, went into his permanent record. Well, this time he actually got indicted by the FBI. Now, the FBI, nobody has any respect for them, so are we supposed to believe that now they're doing their job? And what Menendez was doing was was minuscule and compared to what Biden was doing. But let me ask you this, Joanne. Are they are they going after this guy because they're, now they're trying to say, look, we're not corrupt. We even go after Democrats. Yeah, well, that's baloney, too, because uh, the... Who do they have lined up to take his place? Oh, I don't know. You know, that that's what we got to look at. Because they want Menendez out of there. So I'm sure they got a new fresh-faced Marxist to install there. Mm-hmm. And if they get him out, then the governor can appoint somebody. You know, and that's worth its weight in gold. Remember what that Blagojevich guy got in trouble for trying to sell Obama's Senate seat? Oh, yeah, really? Jesse Jackson Jr. Gold. tried to buy it. Yeah. So, you know, that's how they wheel and deal up there. So they want Menendez out because he's not a solid Marxist. He only votes with the Marxists like 92% of the time. <laughs> yeah, they're getting picky, yeah. Yeah, so unless it's 100%, they want him out. They want 100% or you're out. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. In the meantime, we aren't even in consideration, the American people. They're just buying and selling this country out. And they're slapping everybody around. And they're trying to separate us, the Americans, into little boxes like white, black, brown, uh, Native American, gay, straight, all of the above, some of the above, who knows. But everybody gets in a box, and you're all supposed to stay in your lane. You're not supposed to talk to each other because you're supposed to hate each other. And you're all supposed to hate white people because if, if you're all victims, well, 
or who is the perpetrator. You got to be somebody's victim if you're a victim, right? Yeah, but there's a new wrinkle to it though because look at the mayor of Dallas that that said he switched parties to Republican and immediately you have people out there saying that he joined the Klan. So mm-hmm. So does your skin color change based on how you're you're you're, you're thinking about voting? Yeah, probably. I, I don't know how it actually works, but that's what they think. Remember, they're, so, they're, they're see, saying they that, that uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is, is one of the main people in the KKK. Remember when they said Larry Elder's the president of the KKK? Yeah, so these people obviously never actually read or uh, studied about the KKK because none of those people would have been included. Proof you and I wouldn't have been able to be included in it. <laughs> no. What gets they me, though, is that they, they could call us Nazis. They, they could call Jewish people and black people Nazis. But the, the people that you're not allowed to call a Nazi are the actual Nazis. Exactly. Like that right. guy and that the, got the standing ovation in, uh, in Canada. Right. There was a yeah. journalist, uh, Joanne, there was a journalist in the U.K., in England, that got arrested for reporting on that. Wow. Can you imagine that? That's how, that's how it works. Yeah, actual Nazis, they're okay. They, they're a protected species. But anybody who doesn't walk in lockstep, with these Marxist leftists, you're just a Nazi. Anybody they don't like, that's a Nazi. Or a KKK. Or an Uncle Tom. Or a sellout. Sellout too. People who don't have your best interest in mind. People who want you to think a certain way. Or you're ostracized. People who don't let you think on your own. Those are fascists. And, and those are the ones that are worried about you selling them out. They should be sold out. No one wants to be with people like that. Snotty people who think other people are so beneath them that they have to rush in and save them and lie about them and start trouble in their neighborhoods and then just walk away. You know, you watch those those um, BLM riots. Yes, there was black people there, but notice who else was there. There was a lot of white people breaking stuff. Oh, there was Even a lot more white like, people than there were black people. Yeah, the black people were like, you, 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 white people are stupid. You know, we're not going to march up and down the streets and break our own neighborhoods. But that's what they did. They went through those black neighborhoods, and they smashed and shattered and burnt everything. And then they felt good about themselves, and they were down with the cause. And they went home to their nice little suburban homes and left that black neighborhood in a smoldering wreck, just a heap of ashes. Now, the little old ladies that live in the neighborhood, they can't just walk up to the neighborhood deli now and, you know, get a few groceries. They got to travel out of town to go to get groceries. And they have to use public transportation because most of those people who are poor don't have cars and you know, with the excise taxes and the insurance and everything else in these cars in some of these blue states, it's ridiculous. But, um, you know, now they got to travel. How about the mother who needs some formula and some diapers for her baby? 
you got to pack up that baby, and then you got to load the carriage and the baby and everything else on the bus and go out of town to go get your groceries because those wonderful liberal people left your neighborhood in a, in a hurt those show. Yeah. They feel good about themselves, but they're not freezing their butt off waiting for bus carrying a baby and trying to pack groceries. And, I, and I'll tell you who did not get arrested on that, too, was the people that burned those cities down. No. But that was more a revolution than J6 was. That went on and on and on in multiple cities. There wasn't a couple of hours people walking around the Capitol building. And that, that right there was a, a, a fed, fast anyhow, it's a fed surrection. They won't even tell you how many feds, and and they don't even know how many confidentials were in that crowd. Oh, it's it funny to me, Joanne, watching Merrick Garland squirm his way around all those questions. Because yeah, he got he's, reamed he's up one. one side and down the other, and, and, yeah, he was answering nothing. You know, they're trying to make us think that this guy is in charge. He's not in charge. He's just the fall guy. He's the jerk at the top of the the agency, letterhead. He's yeah, got no He's just willing to execute the plan, that's all. Yeah, exactly. He's willing to execute the plan. And he's doing a good job of it, too. If the plan was to invade this country, then he's doing a bang-up job. And he says that the border is not open. He's kind of right. It used to be that they would all scatter, and there was miles and miles of border that they would just enter in. Now he's herding them into openings. He's allowing them to come in, giving them apps, and he's just ushering them in like like our Border Patrol is just travel agents now. And he's just well, letting them in. Well, that's what they've said. They, they said they don't have time to police the border. They have to cater to, to the illegals every nook and cranny. And these people aren't coming into our country carrying American flags. No. There's a sandbar in the middle of that Rio Grande, and there was a Colombian flag firmly planted in it, like conquered territory. The feds went and took it down. But if you're fleeing for your safety, for your life and your family's life, why are you carrying that flag? And then they're saying, oh, I, I saw Ted Cruz today. He said about those wristbands that they're wearing, the different colored wristbands. Mm-hmm. He said that that tells the cartel how much money each individual owes to the cartel. First of all, they don't owe cartels. Second of all, those bracelets don't mean anything with the cartels. Just, if anyone thinks that a poorly educated drug dealer from the mountains in Mexico went to China Freed 900 people, got them out of the country, and transported them all the way to the United States. They're insane. That didn't well, happen. You, you have it slightly wrong, though, Joanne. It is the cartel. The government is is one of the largest cartels there is. So right, but they're trying they to make us to think that it's secretly pay the government back. Yeah, but they're telling us all oh, the cartels run the border. Yeah, you're oh, right. It, it is, is the, the United they're States just government not telling cartel. Us which cartel it is. Yeah, and these at NGOs. This point, uh, at this point, I would say that the U.S. government is a cartel. Yeah, it is. Yes, I agree with you 100%. And it costs a lot of money to move that kind of human cargo. 
what gets so, me, Joanne, is the these trains. They're bringing five to ten thousand people on a train every single day. Right, and, and who owns uh, that I, I've train? been watching. Uh, when you watch some of these these show hosts, they're saying this video looks like the one I did yesterday and the day before, but this is just from three hours ago. They had eleven thousand people come over the border this morning. At, yes. In the last twenty-four hours, that's a lot of people. But that train, like you said, who owns the train? Who owns the tracks? Who governs the tracks? Who governs that country that that train is running through? Nobody took interest in it. So you're saying you got people coming all the way from El Salvador and Honduras and Guatemala. You have to travel through quite a few countries to get to the United States. And these governments are just saying, yeah, please do. Venezuela emptied their prisons, their orphanages, and their asylum, exactly. put on buses and sent them to the United States. And these NGOs, like the Catholic Charities and the Jewish Federation and all those Soros groups and the CNC, Dr. Sands Borders and all the, all the ones we're giving money to. Now, if they have no refugees, they don't get any money. So they're going out and recruiting all these refugees. We have an abandoned base in Panama. We're using it for logistics now. The Chinese actually own it. But we uh, go there get food there. They have a, all, all kinds of emergency equipment there, food, clothes, tents, whatever people mm-hmm. need to continue on their journey. And who's supplying these buses? And now they're flying them in. If you're on the app and you're in the air on your way to the United yes. States, you can get in. So this is not perchance. This is very intentional. The United States is being invaded. Our own government is doing it with the help of the globalist elite. But no stupid drug dealer from Mexico is pulling this off. This this is way bigger and involves Uh, way more logistics. Well, what's to say that some of these drug dealers aren't getting paid by the government, though? Oh, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they're making money at, at, at the final end. So uh, at this Doing point, what they, I would, I, I would still, I would still say that the cartel is working with the cartel to bring those people in here. So of course they are. Yes, they are so, working with them, but they're not doing it on their own. No. No, the, the Sinaloas are not running around the world collecting people and transporting them through countries. No. That's the government's doing that. The Sinaloas didn't go to to Venezuela and empty out Venezuela's prisons. The Venezuelan government did that. And the same with all these other ones. The, you know, and then we're still sending money to Venezuela. So why are we sending the money to support their people when their people are here? We're borrowing money from China and we're going to pay it back with interest so that we can give Venezuela money. Yeah, to support their citizens who are now here. So we're supporting them here, too. So we're double-dipping all the foreign aid. It's it's unbelievable. And they Congress figure that, stop it right now. They, they figure that, uh, that we can't do anything about it. Well, Congress could stop it. But they're yeah, not but going the, to. They're going to fund that, the CR. And I don't know... 
I don't know how many people are standing with Matt Gates, but it sounds like he's had enough. Yeah. You know, the other day I heard McCarthy speaking. I was away. I was up in Maryland. Yes. And he was saying how he wanted some things changed, but we're just going to have to deal with it because the Democrats said no, and they're not going to budge. The Republicans are in the majority. They don't need the Democrats. But the Democrats said no, so now we're just supposed to accept that and surrender. The Democrats that's, always that's, say that's no to everything. That's what we've done in the history of that, 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 that's what we do, and that's what they expect, and that's why Matt Gates is trying to get McCarthy to either grow a spine or get off the pot. Right. But they do have some power. They can just tie up the works and not fund anything. Let, let it shut down. Speaking of which, Joanne, what gets me, they decided, uh, and I don't know how Brandon can decide this without Congress, but they decided that while there's a government shutdown, tens of thousands of Ukrainian government people will be getting their paychecks still. Yeah. How's that happen? So but the little Americans on Social are not going to get their it, checks, but the Ukrainians will, and we'll pay for it. Right. Right. But the little old ladies and gentlemen and the little old veterans and stuff, they're not going to get their money. Right. They're the ones that put into it. So I don't know how he decides that or why it's such an emergency that we support this war in Ukraine. And everybody over in Ukraine is corrupt. And, and all these politicians that are going over there, you know they're going over there with their tin cup out. But you know, what, you know what, what's money. going on, though, is that Russia basically won over there. The only thing holding yep. it up is the United States It has just enough power to not allow them 100% defeat. So they're right. still beating in large numbers, but they need to keep that war open as long as they possibly can because that's how the money gets funneled. Right, and then they're either going to take them under NATO's wing or give them like a, a favored status, and we're going to get into war with Russia, full-out war. And China and North Korea are back in Russia. And probably some of those Middle Easterns will back Russia. This is going to get nasty. Probably need Trump back in a hurry. Well, that's why they're These trying to tie fighting. Trump up so that uh, so that he can't he can't do anything. You'll you'll get Big Mike in there. And uh, my my thought is that that Brandon will start the war. And the U.S. dollar will collapse while they're still trying to start a war somehow. And then mm -hmm. Big Mike will be in there to pose as the savior. And right. uh, who knows, for a few months we might have some good times, and then they have to, uh, just like they they push back, and then they uh, they give us some freedom, and then they take it away, and then we get a little less the next time, and then they take it away and take more. But... They're, they're not going to let Big Mike fail on her first day. They're, they're going to make her look like she's the savior. Yeah, well, see, with Biden, you can only get four more years. With Michelle, you could get eight. Oh, yeah. With Trump, you can only get four more years. 
They're going to pull everything out. These people uh, fight dirty. Oh, well, they, they, they feel uh, that they can control the end of the world. So the, the, this is for all the marbles. It sure is. But we got to learn to fight, too. And we say this every time, and we just don't do it. I don't know what it's going to take for Americans to get up and, and say enough. Well, I, at this point, though, uh, I, I don't want to say that there's small victories necessarily. At the same time, the average person out there understands there's some major corruption going on. I hear it. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. uh, at least knows how bad Brandon is. Not not just that he's a bad president, but they can't help but see the corruption. Yeah, but it's not going to get any better if they think, okay, well, we'll put Michelle in there and she'll fix it. That's not going to happen. You don't replace one Marxist with another Marxist. You're going to get the same result. Right, I get that. But that that's if they ran Gruesome out there or Gretchen Whitmer or, or someone else other than Big Mike, then uh, people are going to figure it out. But they need to put people back in their plantations. And mm-hmm. people are going to say, well, things were okay with Barry and – Big Mike, even though he has no experience, he's a nice lady. And yeah. uh, it would basically be the same of, yeah, Brandon sucks, so let's get Obama back in here. Exactly. And it, it's, it, that's, a, that's backwards, going backwards. That would, that would be terrible. I can't even fathom. There would be no United States left. She never liked the country. Right, but then uh, whatever, uh, I think Big Mike, they'll they'll let her fix a few things, but it's going to fail spectacularly <laughs> in not even a year. And then mm-hmm. everybody could just blame Brandon. It's not Big Mike's fault. Big Mike tried the best that he could. Right, exactly. All right, my friend Cheryl Felch says, New York judge says Mar-a-Lago is worth between 18 and $27 million. A nearby vacant lot, 2.3 acres, is for sale on Zillow right now tonight for $200 million. Mar-a-Lago sits on 17 acres with waterfront on both sides. It's like a little peninsula. Right. Yeah, so it's probably undervalued, not overvalued. Well, every talk show host I, I listened to today said that Mar-a-Lago is probably worth between five and seven hundred million. Probably not right. a billion, but between five hundred and seven hundred million. Mhm. Yeah, that's seventeen acres of prime property. But two point three can go for two hundred million. Right. That's landlocked. Mhm. Yeah, with with no buildings at all on it. So do the buildings hurt and the this property judge, value? You know, is, where does he get is the, the waterfront the, is the waterfront bringing the property value down? No, it's bringing it up. No, I I, I realize that. I'm I'm just trying oh, to no, think with how the, the with judge the climate would. with the climate screamers, yeah, the climate crazies. They would say, "Oh yeah, don't buy that. It's going to be underwater in in 20 minutes." But. They're all scrambling to get that Lahaina property, and Obama 
one of the biggest climate nuts who owns the Chicago Climate Exchange, founded it. Um, He bought oceanfront property in Hawaii and in Massachusetts on Mata's Vineyard. Right. Plus, he's got a D.C. mansion and a Chicago mansion. He's the real big guy that they got to give the 10% to. But no one's saying that. And that's another reason they got to get rid of Biden, because it's getting too close to realizing that Obama was everybody's boss. Hillary's boss, Joe's boss, all those 81 spies that lied, he was all their boss. You know, he only was doing what Valerie Jarrett told him to do, too. But Well, I was going to you know, say, I think Valerie Jarrett was everybody's boss. I don't think Barry was was Hillary's boss. I think they were equals. Yeah. I agree with you in the reality part of it, but even, you know, just on paper. And then when Joe Biden was telling his story about how he got the prosecutor fired, and he said, if you don't fire him, then you're not getting the money. He said, you're not the president. I told him, call him. Mm -hmm. So if you're saying to call Obama, then Obama knows that you were going over there and say that. And, of course, you know, Pelosi's kid, she's not going to let that place get investigated. And Romney's kid and Romney's aide and John Kerry's kid all on the board of directors. You know, what kind of board of directors is this? That all these losers that don't know squat about energy are all on it. Man, they're really paying the VIG. you got to pay to play. Well, they got to pay everybody. Yeah. This energy company. And who looks at Hunter Biden all cracked out and drunk, lying next to some underage prostitute and says, oh, we need him on our board of directors. He's the only guy. we got to have him. Oh, did you see where, where Hunter is suing Rudy Giuliani now because Giuliani illegally opened that laptop? Um, good, good luck with that. That laptop was abandoned. Yeah, he acts and like it's still his. McGregor turned it over to Giuliani when he couldn't get the FBI to look at it. Right. But he, he already tried to sue McGregor, and that didn't work. So, so what, you're going to try again with someone else? Yeah, you're going to try suing Giuliani, who got it secondhand. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that was being shopped around by McCain to everybody. John McCain had that first. Mm-hmm. So he would even try to give it to Hannity, and Hannity wouldn't touch it. Hannity said that on the show, too. He said it was getting shopped around to everybody. And who finally well, put I it out to I have to admit that if I was, if I was in that position... I don't know if I would want it because of what's on there that's so disgusting that I don't even want to open it and put it on my computer and and get in trouble for looking at it. Right. So, yeah, I I, I don't care who you are in media. You don't want that. Yeah. I don't know if I would want to look at it. I heard there's some really raunchy stuff involving children on that. And yeah, his own niece, his own mm-hmm. 14-year-old niece, 
is being molested on video, uh, supposedly on that uh, laptop. But why do so many people, and maybe now it's turning, but for so long everybody said so, it's not as important as what Trump did on January 6th. Yo, you figure, look at people like Clapper and Brennan. Okay, their jobs are safe. As long as they have their hands on that information and they Mm -hmm. can use that to control Biden, they're not going to come out and tell everybody what's on that. They're going to try to keep that to themselves because that's their little ace in the hole. They can absolutely control Biden or they can expose his kid. And the same with the kid. You can tell that kid, keep your mouth shut, dear little hunter. Or this just gets exposed, and you have a little bum will be in jail for the is rest that, of your is life. Is that why they're they're dripping out hunter stuff? Because uh, they, they're doing it in sections to see if they can get Brandon to bite on, on retiring? Yep. Yeah, but he has to give this kid a full pardon on his way out the door. Yeah. And then it all goes away. I don't know if he can pardon himself. I don't see why not. another one of those novel theories. (laughs) I think the next president would have to pardon him. But I don't don't really know the details on that. But, you know, they're going to do this drip, 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 drip. But as long as Joe Biden is the president, he still has the authority to pardon his kid, which I'm sure will be coming soon. Because the more he slips away, and the more stuff that comes out on him, you know, if if they invalidate him as president and impeach him and stuff, then he has no more authority to pardon that kid. So I'm sure it's, that's coming soon. But he's running for election, too, so he has to put it off as long as he can. Timing is everything. But the thing but is, though, getting, he, is that if, if he pardons Hunter, doesn't he have to cite what he's pardoning him for, he can't just say, I'm pardoning him for everything. I think he can. I think he can cover past, present, and future, but certain subjects. Like, he can he can pardon him for anything that, you know, got it from that laptop. You know, the fruit of the poison tree. He can poison the tree. And then nothing well, like, after uh, that For will. example, if we find out that Hunter shot someone and killed somebody with a gun in 2019 that was never discussed or or found out about, he wouldn't get a pardon from that, would he? Because it was never mentioned. And if it didn't come from information on the laptop. But if he killed somebody and they got the information another way... But he would have to mention the laptop, though, right? No, but, but... if it was mentioned in other places, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You just couldn't bring up the laptop. And you couldn't you couldn't use that as the base of your investigation, I think. I don't know. I'm not really an authority on this. This is just speculation. Well, me neither. The, 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 this is more speculation than anything. Yeah, it is. But, you know, we should talk these things out because... You know, I'm sure other people are thinking the same way. Well, what you know, what happens with this and what happens with that and how does this work? Well, we should find all that out. So talking it out does help. 
it, you know, people will be intrigued by the information, and, you know, we'll find out eventually. I'm, you know, I'm going to look it up and see what I can find on it. However, I don't, I don't really know, but I know that he could pardon himself. Somebody else got pardoned. I might have been at school to Libby. Did he get a pardon? Yes, but that was, yeah, from Bush. Yeah, and I think that that was all-inclusive over, you know, past, present, and future things to do with that, yeah, I didn't with that think, subject. I didn't think that you could give somebody immunity for something in the future. So if Hunter yeah, Biden... Yeah, they can't bring it up again. You know, it's like put to rest. You can't bring that up again. Scooter Libby's in the clear as far as... No, but what I mean is those. if Hunter... If, if he got pardoned in 2024 and he got caught molesting kids in 2025, that that's not Then covered. he can be charged. Yeah, no, that yes, wouldn't be covered. That's what I'm saying. So no, 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 you're future, not... That doesn't give you immunity, uh, you know, a get-out-of-jail-free card. That's just well, in Well, look, I can kill to, people, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you don't, you, you don't get a free pass for any of that. But anything that is on that laptop, then it just goes away. I'm under, I'm under the impression there's a lot of victims on that laptop. But those victims are government plants, too. Like when he was over in China, they give him a little girl prostitute, you know. They already had that little girl, and I probably still got that little girl. You know, so that was provided by the government. He didn't just go out in the street and pick up a hookah. Right. Somebody brought it to him. And he didn't just go out in the street and buy crack. Somebody brought it to him. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't walking. He wasn't walking around the streets of China looking for crack. That was provided. Of course, it was. They'll do anything. They would have, you know. Oh, you want eight-year-olds? Yeah, we'll give you eight-year-olds. Ten-year-olds, twelve. How old? How old do you want this person? And they got it all on film, and they got him. And if the father doesn't comply. The kid gets it. <laughs> so they're both in the predicament. Joe Biden put his drug-addicted, alcoholic, pedophile son up to all of this. If your son has a bad drug addiction, an alcohol addiction, you don't send him to China to shake people down. So he had his kid running game. He wasn't a good father. He had that kid out there at his worst state. Had him out there. And the kid was complaining. He was was complaining to Mm -hmm. his daughter and to his sister that, you know, he was sick of supporting Pops. And he told his daughter, I won't make you give me half your income like Pops does. You know, so he wasn't happy in the job. But the father had him out there. How else was Joe Biden going to do it? Who else but, was he going to uh, trust? I, I know Hunter didn't want to share half his salary, but at the same time, uh, I, I'm sure he he wasn't starving. No, and Hunter would have no salary if it wasn't for the father setting up those deals and sending him out there to close it. You know, he sent him out to close the deal. The deal was already set up before the kid went over there to finish it. Right. 
And then he snorts paint and blows it to a straw and sells paintings for $500 million? No, because that's how you take bribes. You know, it's the same thing as when they get these book deals. You know, that's how they, they're funneling money to them. And that's how they're funneling money to the Bidens, by buying a painting for a half a million dollars. It isn't worth 20 cents. You know, they gave that little girl Navy a painting, like it was going to be worth something. No, it isn't. Her painting isn't worth the paint price. Mm-hmm. No one wants that. They don't have to pay millions of dollars for it. The kid has no influence. Everything's a scam out there with these people. You know, and the ones that look the cleanest, they're the dirtiest. Joe Biden, at least we know he's dirty. But Obama, you know, how much does the president make? 300 grand a year? How's he got four mansions? Right? And Michelle... Why are people paying her four hundred and seventy-one thousand dollars for an hour-long speech? You mean seven forty-one? Seven forty-one, rather, yeah. Seven hundred and forty-one thousand dollars, over three quarters of a million dollars, up three quarters of a million dollars to what? Speak to who for an hour or about what? Equity. What does she know about being a victim? No one's racist uh, well, against she's her. She's had to live her whole life. Not her whole life, but her adult life, pretending to be a lady. I guess she could talk about that. Yo, know, her whole adult life has been a silver spoon experience. Mm-hmm. She graduated Harvard. She was immediately installed in a law firm. She was married to a senator. She was married to a president. She has never been hungry or, you know, wore rags or any of that. Her mother and father were in the household. Mm-hmm. They owned their own home. So she came from a middle-class family. How is she a victim? This country has been very good to her. But she's given three-quarters of a million dollar speeches on equity and it's only an hour speech, too. Yeah, that isn't adding up either. That money, she's running. She's out there hustling, collecting, lining up donors. And they will all jump on her bandwagon. Joe Biden won't be able to squeeze a dollar out of a... Of a Nobody. They won't be able to squeeze a dollar out of anyone. Because all the big donors will go to her. If she wants it, they'll hand it to her on a silver platter. If she wants mm-hmm. that nomination. I, well, as you probably thing. know, the only thing holding that up is her. Right. She doesn't want the job. But she's all they got. Newsom doesn't have the star power to do a nationwide win. Gretchen Whitmer, sure. Whitmer, she's scary looking. She's not going anywhere. She's not going to be president. All they have is Michelle. 
that's it. And she's the, the worst. The thing is, though, is that could Trump still beat Michelle? Yes. He's the only one that can beat her. He's the only one. Yeah, but on the other way around, though, you flip that around, Big Mike is the only person that can beat Trump. So I, I think it's almost even. Yeah. Well, that's going to be a hell of a fight. But Trump's not afraid to fight her. And she's not afraid to fight him. And they're making it. They're doing everything they can to hurt him. He's just walking away with it right now. The Republicans can't catch him. But now you've got a, ju- a local judge, a district judge, going to liquidate Trump's assets? Get the hell out of here. That's just more lawfare. And all of it's going to make it to the Supreme Court. But you have to do this dance that they do with all the little courts and the appeals courts and the motions and filings and everything else. You know, yeah, this judge made a name for himself. Big deal. He's just going to be a blurb in the history books as it moves up the chain. But no district judge is going to, is going to dissolve Trump's organization, even in New York. Who the hell does he think he is? So now this guy's going to run banks and title companies and appraisers just to go after Trump? You think the banks might have something to say about that, too? Because Trump will say, hey, the banks appraised it themselves. And, although he might have been involved in the deals, too, he has accountants and he has lawyers and everything else involved in that, too. You know, he didn't just walk into the bank and talk to the bank president and get everything he wanted and then pay back the president. That's not how it works. There's a lot of involvement. Even when you take out a loan to buy a house, just a a regular person, you go to a title company and an appraiser and an inspector. And that's just, you know, for you or me to buy a house. That's not to buy, you know, Trump Tower and Mar-a-Lago and things like that. It's a lot more involved. The bank's just not going to get off, you know, a half a billion dollars unless they know you can pay it back and the property's worth it. And they got their own people to check on that. They're not just going to take your word for it. So I don't know who this judge thinks he is, but this it's laughable. And you know what? If they can do that to him, if they can just walk all over us. Did I lose your proof? No, I'm here. I'm letting you talk. Okay. Now imagine what they could do to us. Look at they're doing to those people in Mahana. They won't even let them back in the neighborhood. Look at they're doing to the people on the border. By the way, uh, oh. every, everybody I'm reading that that's watched this uh, that's watched this debate today, if you call it a debate, uh, they said this was boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there isn't a whole lot of pizzazz on that stage. 
I mean, Vivek, he's kind of animated and uplifting. And Tim Scott, he's kind mm-hmm. of mellow, but he's, he's at least positive and stuff. But I'm sure Chris Christie was his usual barking seal self. And DeSantis, you know, he's just fallen out of everybody's good graces. He's still a good governor for Florida. He should have stayed that way and waited until next time. And Pence, he's useless. Well, I like Ramaswamy. I I, I went through a phase where I didn't, uh, I thought maybe he was just too slick. And that still could be the case, but I've I've grown to actually appreciate it. Oh, I like what he's saying. And I like how he's saying it. But it's just too perfect for me. When uh, I I I think think what changed me was when the Democrat Party started saying that Vivek joined the KKK. That that's when I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? Uh, if a party was paying me to be part of that, you don't ever want someone to say that you were part of the KKK, because right. there's no coming back from that. So, I've uh, I, I've said, you know what? He said he voted third party his whole life until recently. Uh, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. He he's saying everything that I I'm interested in hearing, and I, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not a forever Vivek guy, uh, but I, I like what I'm seeing. I just want to see more of it. And right. in 2028, maybe he's the guy. I don't know. That's what I was thinking, too. You know, let him walk the walk a little. Let him, you know, show us that he means what he says. He just burst on the scene now. He doesn't have a track record yet. Let him build a track record. And if he's legit, then I'll vote for him, too. But, you know, it's just that we've fell for this before with Obama. You know, the good-looking, slick-talking, nice guy who's telling you everything you wanted to hear. And, boy, did he screw us. And still screwing us. So, you know, I just I want to see a little more of Vivek, like you said. I want, to, I want to see more of it. I want to see him walk the walk. I want to see where he goes from here. I'm not going to vote for him this time, but that doesn't mean I won't vote for him in the future if he's if he's sincere. And he's got plenty of time. He's young. Uh, I don't know if America has the time, but he has time. But if he ended up being Trump's vice president, I wouldn't be mad at all. Yeah, that wouldn't hurt my feelings. That I just think uh, I've heard the rumor that Carrie Lake wants to run for Arizona Senate. And I think if mm-hmm. she does that, then she would be out for the vice president role. So right. to me, it would either be Christy Noem or Vivek at that point. Exactly. That's the. I would. I would say Christy Noem. She is right now probably the number one prospect. But Vivek, I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule it out. Well, I'm saying they're one, one and two right there. I don't think there's anybody else yeah. that would be on a I short agree with list. You. I do agree with you on that. There is zero people on that stage otherwise, other than Vivek, mm-hmm. that I'd have a remote interest in having as vice president. Yeah, Tim Scott doesn't have the oomph. He doesn't have that drive, you know. Well, and he, he, and he nice. still He's... sides with the globalist. And DeSantis, yeah. while I, I wish that he was the guy, 
but he, mm-hmm. he just uh, has too many bushes in his background. Right. Yeah, he hopped on the wrong bus. He hopped on the on the never Trumpers bus. And he's trying to he's trying to be slick about it too. He's trying to like go after Trump but not go after him. You know, just throw in these one liners and digs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And people get it. But I think that had he waited it would have been a lot better for him. And well, he could have also said, you know what, I like Trump. I think of Trump as a good friend, but I think he could have done better with COVID, and I've proven I could do that, and I'm willing to challenge. He could have right. said something a little better than what he did and not just dig at Trump every few seconds. Right. I agree with you there, too. Yeah, he, he could have taken a more civil tone, a more friendly tone, and he could have said, you know, Trump's my friend. I think I can do the job this way, and, you know, Trump's going to do it his way, which I agree with Trump's way. Right now, Trump's got a lot of luggage and a, and a, and a lot of arrows being shot at him. You know, I don't have and that I type of baggage. I think that all the prospect of DeSantis people are going to Vivek, because Vivek mm-hmm. is, is doing exactly what DeSantis should have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he said, Vivek said he was, that Trump was the greatest president. Of his lifetime, right. Yeah. And he, he came out and said it. And they made memes about it, actually. They said, I saw the meme, and it was just like a little 10-second video, and it showed the lineup of the last debate. Then it showed Vivek saying Trump was the greatest president in my lifetime, and then it said, "Thank you for coming to the debate." To thank him for tuning into the debate, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, it's almost the halfway mark of the show. We may as well get Mr. Broccoli in. Yeah, I was just looking that you sent me the link. I haven't seen this one yet. Let it load up. So Mike and Malik are going to some protests. Who's Malik? Mike's uh, birthing partner. Because you oh. can't say girlfriend because they they both they both have the same body parts, but they're both saying they're trans. Oh. Okay. I'm ready when you are. I'm pulled up. So my, when Mike says that my birthing partner is trying to get me pregnant, that that's that's his birthing partner. Oh, I see. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's go ahead and handle business here. So Mike and Malik go to protest. I'm going to count down right now. So three, two, one, action. Michael Robertson Obama for President Rally Downtown today. Michael Robertson Obama is such a nice lady. <laughs> we need to vote for they because they can defeat Trump. Big Mike is black and famous. 
We have another protest we have to do today also. Two local drag queens got arrested for mail fraud. <laughs> they got caught with hiding their hot dogs. <laughs> I think they were set up by a dumb Republican. Yeah, I heard about that. We are all been a super of all sacks to the ground at the police station until they let our friends go. Before we do that, we have to use the restroom and limit our water intake for a few hours. The last time we glued our sacks to the ground was at the McGMO drive-thru. I could not hold in my Wii anymore and went all over their drive-thru while cars banged over my head. <laughs> I can't believe none of the fools cared that we were protesting. Though something buckers should have decided to go eat salads because we were protesting. Some cities are already announcing that stores will no longer be allowed to sell meat products or sell gas for cars soon. I hope we can move to one of those cities by then. It will be so perfect and so liberal. <laughs> Did you see that California will ban grass on lawns starting in 2025? Yes, it's about time. But 99% does not need grass. It should just be for the 1% and for government office buildings. I can't wait until we graduate from Southern Hampshire Institute in Technology. I wish I could stay here forever. SHIT is a great school. <laughs> I want to get my Taranzas over to California. They give the best stipends for Beezing Taranz and for Beezing Black. It is a lot more than what we get here. I know. We have to get our gadunkadunk dunks over there as soon as possible. We can smoke crack and sit naked in the park and just grab wherever we want. <laughs> that is freedom. You know, it has that Green Jones again. I want to punch him in him's bullsack. He is probably going to say some racist hush right now. Please explain how peeing and crapping out in public is considered freedom. You dumb Republicans think it is freedom to be confined to using restrooms. But if you have to go right now and there's no restroom, or you just smoked a ton of crack and do not feel like getting up. There is a simple solution to that. Crack is whack. How dare you? I'd like to use crack however I want whenever I want. SHIT just allowed us to witch out our crack pipes in class and smoke that ish right at our desk. Don't you care about failing your classes? Why should I care? I make millions of dollars a year by beezing trans and beezing black. Yeah, we make a lot more money than you. You might be getting extra money temporarily by sitting on your took kiss. Eventually that goes away. Huh? We make a ton of money promoting communism. Bruh. If you like communism so much, then why don't you take a raft and float your way to Cuba? They already have communism. How dare you? It is your job to conform to my standards. You're loving and liberal. <laughs> then go be loving and liberal in a land that already loves your communism. I need my safe space. 
you just offended my soul. You are just upset that my life partner is trying to get me pregnant. Quit being angry that Brandon legalized men to get pregnant. <laughs> I'm going to get pregnant just so I can get an abortion 30 days after it is born. Bruh. Dumb Republicans are so racist that you will not trains of 5 to 10,000 undocumented Americans' friends come to America every single day. Instead of arresting people for killing people, we need to arrest people to question the elections. Huh? Yeah. If you do not think like us, then you need to be taken to a concentration camp. We need to get rid of you Nazis. We believe in freedom. Yeah. You don't even believe in ever wearing a scam on your face. By the way, Malik, do you have an extra scam for me to wear in your pocket? I forgot to bring an extra scam. Bruh. I will take the one with lipstick stains and pizza sauce on it that I borrowed last time. Wearing a used scam with bacteria is already on it? Wow, that is disgusting. Yeah? Well, it's a lot better than if you get COVID from not breathing in your own carbon dioxide for hours. We do not care. I'd rather breathe in my own air for hours than get COVID. That's why I just got my 81st booster. Yeah, I had a heart attack right after I got my last booster. But I would rather have my echoditis than getting COVID again. I only had COVID 48 times since I got my 81 boosters. I bet you never even had COVID. Yes. I never had a booster. And I never once had COVID. I take vitamin B, C, D, and zinc every single day. <laughs> Plus I work out and exercise. How dare you tell us the tish? Every liberal knows that exercise is racist. Really? What race is it against? Every major athlete exercises every single day regardless of skin color. Even if I died from myocarditis after getting gene therapy, it would still be better than if I did not get the gene therapy. It's different for us. We are black. I identify as black. That's why I vote Democrat. Mike, you know everyone can see you, right? Your skin color does not change based on how you vote. Shut up that face right now and put a scam on your face, loser. Oh dear. Time for you to get your 82nd booster. Mike, do you want to go to China Mart and get our boosters before the protest or do it tomorrow before we go to class? I don't know which is better. I would rather go to China Mart tomorrow. But what if we get COVID today because we're not boosted? COVID can get us just like that. And if Get get a heart attack today before going to the protest, we will miss the protests. I don't know which decision makes us more liberal. I don't trust no one that does not get heart attacks. Things are not liberal at all. Hey everyone. This is why you do not want to ever become liberal. We cannot let liberals run anything because their agenda is to run everything into the ground. They want mass depopulation and death and destruction throughout the world. What's so wrong about that? 
about time this broccoli dude tells the truth. Give me communism or give me death. You should read about Karl Marx. He was a great globalist. Anyway, we need to listen to the real news. Pay it forward by listening to the Proof Negative radio show. He is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Go to freedomizerradio.com and click on Listen Live. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news we need to know about. Go to the schedule on the website and check out the other shows throughout the week also. Go to freedomizerradio.com. I do not watch or listen to anything that is not on fake news. We need to produce more disinformation to stop disinformation. We also need to wear scams forever to stop global warming. <laughs> Let's go Mike. Let's go to China Mart and get our 82nd boosters before the protest. So that was the episode of the week. That was really good. I was taking notes. Yeah, why don't you go to Cuba for communism? What are they got a different type of communism over there? Didn't work in Cuba. Didn't work in China. Didn't work in North Korea. Doesn't work. Didn't work in the former Soviet Union. But they're going to try it again here. Yeah. And the concentration camp. They want to send him to a concentration camp because he believes in freedom. So if you're in a concentration camp, you're not free. But if you're outside that concentration camp, you're not free either. Because if you try to be free, you're going to end up in a concentration camp. They don't know. And the dirty mask, that was a good one to put in there. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, that was really yeah. good. Yeah, you know, I saw a mother pull a mask for her child out of her diaper bag. It mm-hmm. fell on the ground. And she picked it up, and it was dirty, so she wiped it off on her pants. And then she put it on that baby. Now, she pulled it out of the diaper bag. How long has it been in there? And how many times has the kid worn the mask without it being washed? You know, not only do they not work against the virus, they are making people sick on their own. They are limiting their oxygen intake, they're rebreathing carbon dioxide, they are collecting bacteria and fungus and every other kind of spore that is in the air, pollens and everything else, food, you touch it with your hands and all the bacteria is on your hands and germs on your hands and now on that mask. And then you just put it in a diaper bag so it just sits there and, and festers. And then you're going to put it back on your baby? Because why? Because you're virtual signaling that, that you're compliant? No, it's loving and liberal, what? right. Yeah, it's loving and liberal. No, it isn't. It's depraved and abusive. And, you know, you're not going to keep a mask on a baby, and the baby's going to have fits and scream and cry and pull it off, and you're going to put it on. So now you and the baby are struggling, and everybody's hands mm-hmm. on the mask. Don't mask the children. And exercise is racist. Yeah, I heard that too. But then you see people like all those football players. They're all racist. And the basketball players, they're all different races. And soccer players, they're all different races. I mean, soccer is big all over the world. And those people exercise every day, all day. 
So you're, you're right going to tell that. Mike Tyson that he's racist? Good luck. Right. I'm not telling him anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, they're, they're worried about, not worried about depopulation. you got Bill Gates, who's one of the biggest depopulation eugenicists freaks in the world and he's going to what save you with his vaccine no he isn't Jojo well, sent he, me uh, what was the thing here that I read earlier about he and Dr. Fraudy were running the CIA to uh, to get the, the gene therapies out so they took control of the CIA uh, yeah they were in cahoots with the CIA from what I'm understanding that Fauci made several visits over to the headquarters um the cia was involved in covering up the wuhan lab leak theory right but the cia is also involved in that wuhan lab you know that type of research is always looked at by the cia because it's a bioweapon so of course the cia was involved with it and so was the fbi and every other Homeland Security agency. Everybody knew what was going on there. And all the other labs around, too. They're involved in all of them. If you're working on germs like that, you don't just, you know, set up a lab and just start working on those germs. You involve the government. So the government was well aware of what was going on. And that's why they were trying to cover it up. And that's why they're blaming China, but they really didn't go after China. They didn't put any sanctions against China or anything about China. Because China was only the landlord and the onlookers. Yeah, they had a couple of Chinese scientists working there, too. But that's because they were working there to get the information for the government. But it was our researches, our funding, our patents, our vaccines, our germs you know COVID was patented and that's another thing we paid for the research we paid for the development of these vaccines but the drug companies made the profit how come we did the United States government how come our treasury didn't make any money on it we funded the whole operation right down to paying the rent to the Chinese for the lab the Chinese were just the landlord So, yeah, the American people, and they're still getting the short end of the stick. We got to pay for it. We got to pay for our own demise. We got to pay for our own bioweapon used against us. We got to pay for the development of a useless vaccine that was sold as a bill of goods to us. So we developed it, and then we had to buy it off the drug company. The drug company developed it and made the money on it. But we put the money into the development originally with a grant. So we just gave them money to develop it. And it's absolutely a bioweapon. And they got more of them. COVID isn't the only one. They're working with all kinds of stuff. And they're manipulating COVID. And they're manipulating these, this gene therapy. They're going to change our genetic makeup. And no one's going to be able to reproduce soon. Even young people that are getting them, especially the males, they are having problems with their genitalia. They are having problems with their testicles, 
with their penises, and it's causing them excruciating pain to the point where some of them have had to have surgery. They're getting abscesses and everything else. And women are getting abscesses on on their um, ovaries and stuff. So it's attacking reproduction system and giving people heart attacks. So if it's not killing them, it's, it's sterilizing them. And people are just lining up. You know, and now they've approved it for children for as young as six months old. Don't be bringing your babies down and get this therapy. And I really don't care who gets upset at that. I'm not giving medical advice. I'm giving you common sense advice. Don't do that to the children. You want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. But, you know, give the chance, give the kids a chance. See how well you do. Don't just rush out there and vaccinate your children. Children don't even need vaccines until they're 18 months old for most yeah, of the childhood. The, the thing is now, though, is that, see, in 2020, 2021, even early 2022, they were still able to sell that. But now the, they're, they're, that, that ship has sailed, in my opinion. They're, they're, they're not going to get those gene therapies sold unless, unless they have the CBDCs where it's part of the requirement to get money. Right. And then they'll, and then they'll be a, a revolution war. Yeah, well, they're already strong-arming people. They've been doing it right along. No, I know that, but... If you don't that, get but... the vaccine, you don't work. Right, I realize that, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, yeah, to work in public, I'm talking about taking all your money away, because you could still oh, side yeah. hustle for cash. But there will be a revolutionary war if they said, we're taking all the money away, and you can only have money if you get gene therapies. When people know that they're dying if they get them, though, the, though people will finally fight in the streets. I don't know about that proof. I'm starting to really lose hope that the people are going to wake up and, and fight back. It's I, I already think well that's beyond one of the, the few things that would get people up, because if you take the money away, then they have nothing. And then if they're told you have to, you have to uh, possibly kill yourself and play Russian roulette just to get a, just to get a stipend, I, I think that if, you're, if you'll fall for that, you're done. So I, I think that would be the last stand, and I think that would be the last domino that the globalists need. And we'll see where that is, but I think that's where we're headed. You know, look at all these young people having heart attacks because they got the vaccine just to enter into a, a university. All those universities yeah. were requiring those students to get vaccinated, so they did it. And now, I mean, they're having heart attacks left and right in these colleges to the point where they have to keep defibrillators now in the cafeteria and other places. Right. That's amazing. You know, and and um, I'd be afraid to send the children because most of the colleges require it. When the parents say, forget it, then I'm not sending them. And these universities don't have any students. And they start losing money. That's when they uh, will pay attention. 
and drop the mandates, but you got too many people who would still comply. If they all, if all of us just say no, what are they going to do? They can, they can't live without us. See, they affect, they threaten people's jobs. You can't work, you can't eat unless you get mm-hmm. this vaccine. Well, how about we do a general strike and nothing moves? Not a truck, not a train, not a bus, not a taxi, not a computer. Nothing moves. Nobody go to work that day. All it would take is one day because that would show them that we can organize. If you can organize one day, you can organize a whole lot more. But just think, if one day nobody went to work, this country would come to a screeching halt. We have the power, but we don't have the common sense to stick together. At least Democrats will do that. They will stick together, even for the wrong thing, but they'll stick together. But if all Americans just decided, okay, we got we got to do something about this, and we call a general strike, say we wanted to strike November 1st, day after Halloween, nobody go to work, wouldn't that be something? That would scare the stuffing out of them. They'd say, how did they do that? How did they organize that? If you can get a whole bunch of people to go loot Philly all at the same time, you can get a whole bunch of people to just stay home. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to talk to anyone. You don't. You can participate without doing a damn thing. That's how easy it could be. Hmm. But put it out there that we're going to do it. Put it out there, why? And then do it. And you did, really. You know, a lot of people won't go to protests and they won't go to marches and they won't travel to go to their senator's office. Well, how about something where you don't have to do any of that? Just stay home one day. What do you think of that? I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it, too. You know, they could stay home during COVID. Everybody stayed home because they were being cooperative. How about we stay home as a rebellion? That shows the government they are not running the show. We are. We can organize. We can pull it together. We can come together, blacks, whites, browns, Mm -hmm. reds, everybody, any mix of the combination. Don't go to school, don't go to work. National walkout. And make it fun. And make it exciting and make it so that everybody knows they are participating in something bigger than themselves. And it's so easy even a caveman can do it. Especially a caveman can do it. I just think something about the na- the, the term of, of maybe uh, 
I, I'm trying to word it properly here on the fly, but something along the nature of instead of supporting a globalist, support your neighbor and you take a, a picture with your neighbor or something. Right. Everybody stay home and show yourself you don't know, have coffee with the neighbor. Yeah. Oh, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it. It's beautiful. It's perfect. If you showed peaceful. a picture of, of you having coffee with a neighbor, they'll probably try to ban coffee next. Yeah. Yeah, but everybody's, you know, if everybody stayed home and all had a beach day or, you know, November 1st, just take a ride around and look at the foliage. You know, well, we don't want anybody home. stopping for gas, though. True. That's another thing. If you stay home, you're not out there buying anything, you're not traveling, you're not doing anything. The whole country would come to a screeching halt, and it would only take one day to do it. Hey, uh, Joanne, you you have a friend calling in. Okay, well, let's bring them in. Hey, Joanne. I'm so Hey, Joe, I recognize that voice. I had I had to I had to, I had to do some medical pre medical stuff. They got to do some eye surgery, and my whole schedule is messed up. And I'm working on three projects. <laughs> I've been working on Which two one? books, and I'm also working on a TV uh, promo for the book that I just came out. So I've been busy. Yeah, congratulations on you on the book sales. So what's on your mind tonight? Well, what, what have y'all? I, I I've been watching the Keebler Elves. It's yeah, out of control. Why? What's going on in the debate? Well, it's totally. They have no control over it, and there are a bunch of little babies in the and in, in their playpen fighting over toys. Like what? Do I need, well, they're just jabbing each other. You know, they're they're so insignificant. I mean. You know, the you know they're they're done, they're gone. You know, say yeah. goodbye, bye. Trump's got this. You know, he goes, he just came up higher in a, in a new polling, and you know these people. Trump, they asked Trump in an interview, said, you know, would you consider these people as a vice president? And he said, no, no. So, did he? Did yeah, you see the smart. Raheem? Did you see the Raheem uh, uh, interview with Trump? Did you see that yet? No, how was it? Excellent. Probably the best interview that anybody's done. I like him. He's on the war room a lot. And he yeah, really I know who he is. Room. I know who he is. He I haven't a, had a chance to see that interview yet, and I had been looking forward to it, too. Yeah. But I've been try, try so to, wrapped up in the travel. Where are you at now? I'm at home you, now. I got home okay, Sunday. Okay. okay, where did you go to? I went to Maryland. Went he to went to Maryland. He didn't come by to see me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a whirlwind trip. No, I could not. Yeah, I went up for my son's birthday and my grandson, my other son's boy, his appendix burst, and he got oh. poisoned throughout his system. So yeah, he's only seven. So I went to the hospital to visit him. He was at Johns Hopkins Children's um, version there, pediatrics. Yeah, that's a good. That John Hopkins is probably the best one in the country. 
they did a great job with him, and they cleared up the infection really good, and he's only got a little tiny scar from getting his appendix out, but he had to stay a few days because of the poison that was going to him because they actually yeah. did burst. Wow. Leaked out. So did you, yeah. did you hear about the Iranian spy rain in the White House? Have you guys talked about that yet? We haven't talked about that yet. Do you want to catch us up on that? Well, there's a guy that he's he was really deep seated. Um, you know, he's way up there. He, they they his name is Bob Rob Malloy or Malloy, and um, he was um, they they had a whole Iranian spy ring going on. Wow! They pulled his he had a top top secret uh, uh, clearance. Well, they pulled him. They pulled his clearance, and they're investigating him. His name is Rob, M-A-L-L-E-Y. And he had a whole bunch of people employed under him. And, you know, he's as, as high as you're going to get probably in the State Department. And he was he was the Iran uh, envoy. But really, secretly, he was planned for the Iranians. Wow. So we had... So we, and that's, you'll hear probably more about that, you know, they can't hide anything now, you know, it's, 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 you know, the thing with, uh, you know, with Hunter and all his doings, and you probably just that tonight, it's going from drip, drip, drip to Niagara Falls. So what's in Niagara Falls? Well, well, the drip, drip, drip of all the information has come out. Has turned into a Niagara Falls. Oh, okay. I mean, oh, I thought something else was going on because we talked oh, about. Oh no, how, no. Did you, uh, they, they even got they even got Biden's brother now interviewed, and he's you know everything's just coming out at once. So much stuff. Yeah, you know, and none of this would have come out if they weren't already. They were. I mean, Biden's getting the heave hope. He's too hot now. And he's bringing the heat on everybody. Yep. And yep. they got yep, they, just, they got as many miles as they could out of him and his kid. You know, like I, like I said to prove, who look who looks at this crackhead passed out with an underage hooker next to him, and you know an alcoholic crackhead, and who says, oh yeah, we need him on our board of directors. He's our guy. No. You know, and and Joe <laughs> knew that that kid was in his worst state. In his life, and he was still sending him out there to do the shakedowns. Mm-hmm. When well, it was actually them, kept... you know, I mean, the the people that were donating to him were also collecting their own evidence and insurance just in case they needed it. You know, just threaten the father with putting all this stuff out about the kid. You know, so everybody keeps their mouth shut. They're all blackmailing well, they have, each other. Well, they got audios, and the audios will be coming out soon. Yeah, see, they wouldn't have come this far if they weren't very well ready to get rid of Biden. They're just hanging on till they can nominate Michelle. And then Biden and, and Kamala can start packing up the stuff. They're done. Yeah, I'm That would be the way to get rid of them both. 
Joanne, I'm still not seeing anything on Michelle. She's still over. She hasn't returned to the United States. She's, she's over there doing her own thing the day she was in Germany. I mean, she's been yeah, pretty she's much in Germany, away. but she's in yeah. Germany giving speeches for $741,000 for an hour's worth of work. So she's out there oh, yeah. collecting money. She's making money over there. I don't, I'm wondering now. Hmm. You know, I know she doesn't want the job, but that's all they have, and they're going to sweeten the pot. They're going to make it so she cannot refuse it. You know, Biden only shows up half the time. She wouldn't even have to show up a third of the time. No. But, you know, she didn't like living under the, the microscope. And she didn't, she doesn't like the country. Remember, she said all that for a flag. She doesn't even like, she told us she was never proud of this country until her husband was elected. But, you know, she was barely proud at that. She didn't like the White House, didn't like living at the White House, didn't like all the rules, doesn't like the Secret Service. So she doesn't like, she doesn't like to be under the microscope. She did like being on the Ellen show sloshing that day, though. She really did like that. She was enjoying that little dance. A little free breezing over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, free breezing. Yeah, sway, yeah, swaying in the breeze. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, but she just, she just doesn't want the job, but they're going to force it on her. Oh, there was a knows? headliner. There was a headliner yesterday. See if I can find this. I, I've been starting to keep everything, uh, you know, saved off into a certain file. Um, they're considering the bringing the draft back. Yes, mm-hmm. I saw that. He saw that. That's how bad. That's yeah. how bad the Ukraine's going. They want to draft people. That'll wake people up, though, Joanne. That, that's one of the few things that could wake people up. Let let the let the twenty-somethings get drafted into a war that we're guaranteed to lose, right? Well, did well, did you see over overseas that they were treating our soldiers that were in our uh, Ukraine? We have soldiers over there that got mm-hmm. wounded, and they were treating them over in New York. And they asked where they came from. They said they came from the Ukraine. Hello. Wow. There was a lot of Ukrainians at that hotel I stayed at in Maryland. All mm-hmm. men, too. Yeah, I was standing outside the lobby, and I tried to talk to one of them, and he was polite. But then him and his whole group moved over to the other side of the lobby. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there was a lot of them. There was a whole bus full. And the other thing in Ukraine, did you see, uh, I don't know if you talked about it, I just, I just got on here. Um, did you see that they, the, the missile that killed the two Polish farmers was actually from the Ukraine? The Ukraine tried to set it up to bring Russia into the war that Russia attacked Poland? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Ukraine's been lying about Russia. Like they said that that missile that blew up that market, they said that that was a Russian missile. No, it wasn't. It was a Ukraine misfire. 
And did you see Fauci? You guys discussed about Fauci. They snuck him in the CIA, and he got running orders to hide the uh, origins of the COVID. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I mean, it's popping left and right. I have a whole list here. <laughs> yeah, well, there's lots of stuff being exposed, but there's still no repercussion about it. Well, drip, 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 as I say, turns into Niagara Falls. We're coming to the Niagara Falls moment. Yeah, well, I hope the floodgates come open quick. But, you know, who's going to prosecute these people? Not Merrick Allen, not White, no. not, not any of those crew. You know, so you can expose everything all day. But well, they could, what are we going to do about Hunter. it? They could get Hunter. And all it would have to do is some nice Republican state's attorney to get Hunter on child trafficking. Yeah, but they haven't even brought that up. And they got that, anybody who brings up that subject and those photographs, you know, they're going to jail just for sharing the photograph or for looking at this, for viewing that type of pornography. You know, so they got us. They can keep that kind of under wraps. There's a lot of people who have seen everything that's on that laptop, though. You know, like, oh, like we talked about earlier, McCain was shopping it around. All the media, they all saw it. They all know. Um, Giuliani knows, and he has lawyers, so his lawyers know. The McGregor and his lawyers, they all know what's on there. And there's a lot of other... The FBI knows what's on there. The CIA knows what's on there. Homeland Security knows what's on there. So does Hunter, and so does his father. They all know. There was all a those Chinese senators group. know. All those Congress people a, know. Yeah. There was a group out of China before the election put the whole thing out on the Internet. Mm-hmm. And I went and looked at it. Oh, my. And all I can say is he's, Hunter should be in shackles right now for what I saw. Now the guy. Yeah, well, I saw that he's he has a video of him molesting his fourteen-year-old niece. Oh yeah. And I saw I saw he, that that happened. I'm trying to think the guy who's in D.C. I can't think of his name. He's on the internet. He's really been good. Uh, he's put the whole laptop. He's hit all the the pornographical pictures on it. I can't think of his oh. name. I don't know. I haven't uh, seen the pictures, but I don't even know if I could look, if I could force myself to look at them. You know, just telling me about it makes my my skin crawl. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's, children. It's, it's it's disgusting. Absolutely yeah. disgusting. Did you hear that the um, prosecutor in Florida? He's in Tampa. Yeah, as a matter of fact, he's been prosecuting the that guy Adam um, Honeycutt Johnson, who was. The bail bondsman down here, by the way, he's prosecuted him. He's facing violent charges of his own. Says the Tampa Bay Times reported that a suspect detained over a bizarre local road rage incident is 38-year-old Patrick Douglas Scruggs. And what he did was he got in a road rage thing, pulled out a pocket knife, and just started stabbing this guy. Stabbed him a whole bunch of times. The, the guy that he stabbed was a 35-year-old guy, and he stabbed him with a pocket knife and 
He's got injuries. They're not life-threatening. But um, he just got out on $65,000 bail. And he worked at the U.S. Attorney's Office. Imagine yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, and this is the guy that prosecuted our bail bondsman, and all he did was put his, he took a selfie of himself sitting at Pelosi's desk with his feet up on the desk. Obama had his feet on the furniture all the time. Mm-hmm. So now this guy's wearing an ankle monitor and, his, and he's going through trial and he can't even leave central Florida. And he has a curfew. And this is while he's awaiting trial. At least he got out of the gulag in D.C. But he was in there yeah, for two years. I, yes, I saw that. That's just, a, you know, we're, we're headed to a constitutional crisis. And I would say we're already in one. Well, we're entering in the first phase of it, but I, you know, we're going to see some big things. I, I follow economic trends, and you always look at the M2 rate. The M2 rate is always the predictor of recessions. We and what just is took the M2? Big, what does M2 stand for? It's the, it's 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 the money supply. Okay. It's one of the money supply. Well, any time it has dropped in history, we've had a recession. It dropped hugely in the 1929, 1930, and you know we had a recession. And then back during Carter, it dropped. But this time, it's really dropped. And we're headed for the biggest crash that you've ever seen. And, yeah, well, and that's this, why Menendez this, is stashing gold and money yeah. in his mattress. Right, right. He didn't want it in a bank. Even the senator doesn't trust the bank. No. So we're all on bribe money. <laughs> and what business did they have to go into his wife's safety deposit box? She's not a senator. I'm finding well, that really fishy. Well, here's here's the thing with that. He is against Iran. He does not like Biden's policy. He even stated that. Remember, he's you know he has to step down from. He's the chairman of the uh, Senate Foreign Relations Committee, the, one of the strongest right. committees in the yet and he had to step down. Biden got rid of him. Yeah, well, they're doing that guerrilla lawfare on their own now too. Oh, of course. You know, what they what they got away with with Trump, now they're just using it like it's. An everyday occurrence. They're just going after people, and I don't. I don't like Menendez. I don't like him one bit. But it's just fishy that they're going after him for doing much, much less than Biden has done. Oh yeah. You know they're talking about a couple hundred thousand dollars with Menendez. They're talking, you know, could be thirty, forty million dollars with the Bidens. And diamonds and cars and properties and trips and everything else with the Bidens. Well, you know, they're talking George, about this guy with the Egyptians, but you know what? I bet you anything that he was working with the Al-Sisi Egyptians and not the Muslim Brotherhood, which would also piss off Biden, Obama. Well, because George, remember, they wanted the Muslim Brotherhood in there. Yeah, you know George, our friend out in California, Nasus? Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, he he says it could be up to hundred million. Oh, easy, yeah. Yeah. And everybody's getting a piece of it too. The Obamas didn't let that all go on, and not get a piece of it. No way in hell, Valerie Jarrett, let that kind of money pass under her nose and not get a piece of it. This is broke. There's a news story just broke out of Arizona. Uh, Arizona Treasury Kimberly Yee is now the acting governor of Arizona. Oh. Hmm. Why is that? Wonder- I don't know. I didn't see that. Where did you see that? It just broke. No, I know that, but where? Because I'm on the Gateway Pundit right now. Uh, This is a guy by the name of George. He just posted the statement. He's on Twitter. I have all the conservative people set up on Twitter or X, and he just uh, posted the statement. Right here. Arizona Treasurer Kimberly Yee, three hours ago. I have been notified that I will be serving as acting governor beginning later this evening until mid-morning tomorrow. She put a statement out here. Uh, It says, while I'm pleased to step into this role, I will refrain from naming directors to the 13 agencies that currently have vacancies, and I will not call the Arizona legislature into session to confirm them. That being said, I do hope when the governor returns to Arizona, she will properly name qualified directors to these important state agencies and remove the legal uncertainty that exists for all of the regulatory actions taken by the agencies. I expect to see a swift resolution to this matter so we can get back to getting the work done for Arizona taxpayers. The people of Arizona deserve better leaders. She doesn't say what it's about. Interesting. Mm. Well, there's something Maybe a medical procedure. Who knows? Well, I don't know. I don't know why, but it's till tomorrow. So it might be that she's having a... I don't know. Lots of fraud out there coming out out to exposure. I mean, tons and tons of fraud in Arizona right now. Yeah, I, I saw that. And Carrie Lake is being more, she, she's getting more headway. And have you been following that trial of Eastman? No. Well, they've been exposing every day it's a new bomb dropping up there. Because they, now they're trying to disbar him. And he's just bringing everything, he's just bringing the receipts. And it is looking, you know, if you follow it, you know, you're finding out how much fraud there was. He's bringing everybody in. Mm. Well, good luck with that. I don't know. I've I've lost so much hope that any of this is going to get resolved. It's all so politics. Well, as of this evening, Katie Hobbs is not the governor of Arizona. The treasurer is. 
So is she having some surgery or something? But she's not it's the governor right what now. Happens. Yeah. Yeah, if she's got to get knocked out. Hmm. Well, I don't think it's anything that serious or else it would have been bigger news. Yeah. No it says no information has been provided regarding the reasons behind the unavailable but it but it's a matter to be resolved. Um, September twenty fifth, the same Kimberly Yee, who's now the acting governor, says Katie Hobbs has decided the law doesn't apply to her because the Senate did not rubber stamp her left wing and disastrous nominees. This is exactly why we have checks and balances in our system and constitution. No one's above the law. And then it says, unlawful move by governor will not change Senate's confirmation process. So I don't know if it has something to do with that. But this Kimberly Yee, who's now the governor on the 25th, said that she, she thinks Katie Hobbs has decided the law doesn't apply to her. Well, she's a Democrat. It doesn't apply. Yeah, well, is this, this ye doesn't sound like a Democrat. Let me see. And she's the treasurer. But, well, she's right now the governor of Arizona as of this minute. So we probably should know who she is. only for a few hours until Thursday morning. Yeah, then that has to be a... Uh, yeah, that that has to be just a, a medical procedure that if it's for a few hours. Yeah. The Attorney General is out of state until Friday. But it says, I expect to see a swift resolution to data so we can get back to getting the work done for the Arizona taxpayers. So is she going to court in the morning or something, maybe? No, if she was going to court, then you wouldn't. She'd have to be, it would have to be a medical procedure. That, that's all I could think of. Oh, did you see this? Costco. They started selling gold bars. They ran out of them. Wow. 1949, $1,949. And they were out of them within hours and of being restocked. Yeah, well, 1900 that's actually a good deal because isn't gold worth 2500 an ounce? Uh, let me check what gold went out. Went to today. Hold so. on. Let me see what gold went for. Gold is selling for eighteen hundred and ninety-one for an ounce. All right. So yeah, nineteen hundred is right then. Yeah, it went up to twenty fifty, and it's been coming down. I mean, the markets are totally everything. 
The thing that's really bad right now is oil is headed to $100 a barrel. We haven't, yeah. I don't know if you've seen it, seen it in Florida yet because we're in the winter season right now. So they switch on the winter blend and the winter blend is always cheaper than the summer bl- blend. Yeah. The price of oil will go up to $5 a gallon. Well, it's, uh, we'll yeah, it's up to five here. And can you imagine those poor people who rely on that to heat their houses, uh, run their electric plants to, you know, for, I don't know, man, people are going to be in trouble. Up in Maine, we everybody's went, got oil furnaces. Well, we, Massachusetts, we went, Mom got two cords of wood. We got enough to keep us, plus we already had a cord and a half, so we're we're okay. If the electric yeah. gr- grid breaks down, we got wood. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, they're even trying to make that illegal to burn. Well, to get rid of wood burning stoves. There'll be all hell break loose. Yeah, they got rid of all the logging and then created the situation for the wildfires, so now you couldn't even start logging again because trees are burnt. They said they didn't want people burning wood. They don't want people using oil. They don't want to use gas. So I don't know how they expect people to stay warm. Oh, Trump got a good... They don't. Trump Trump got a good reception up there with the UAW. Excellent. They were lined up by the thousands and thousands and thousands along the road. Yeah, well, that... That Biden's trying to strip the unions. He's going down there like he's some big union guy. And he's getting rid of all their jobs. He's trying to force people to use the electric cars. Most of the components come over from China. Now Ford wants to put a Chinese battery company here. So all these union jobs are going to be gone. Very quickly. Yes. And if you're building electric cars, you can use artificial intelligence and robots to do it. They're not really electric cars. They're computers on wheels. So a computer could build a computer. That's true. Yeah, just a computer can move the robotic arms. Build that whole car without even any human in- interaction. Maybe one person has to press play on the computer. They could even set that on a timer and do that itself, too. But, yeah, you get rid of the cars the way they are. I mean, even these batteries are obsolete. You know, we got stuff out there that's been developed for years. You know, how do these rockets make it all the way to Mars? No gas stations or charging stations out there. So there are other ways to create energy. Enough to get rockets light years away. How'd that Mars rover get to Mars? I mean, I know that's got solar charges. But 
it's got to be strong enough and last long enough to propel that object through space and land it safely, set itself up. That all requires energy. Yeah, that we have ways to have energy that doesn't require charging stations. Like I said, even even these batteries are obsolete. We talked about that last time I was on the show. Energy is everywhere. If you take your hand and you put it above someone else's hand, just hold it up there, that person will feel your energy, will feel you hovering that hand over them. Everything is energy. It's all around us. All you got to do is harness it. And obviously they know how. And that Mars rover has recharged itself enough to start sending photographs back again. Mm-hmm. Remember it died out? And then it came back to life and started sending images again. So it collected enough energy. So yeah, we got all kinds of energy everywhere. And that's the truth. And why don't they put alternators and alternator belts on every wheel, every hub on a car? You got four wheels. So as those wheels are turning, they could be charging a battery. If you want to charge your car, take it for a ride. And you can put solar panels on the roof, just like you would a moon roof or a sunroof. And you can put little turbines in wherever wherever wind is. You know, when you're driving your car, you're breaking wind. And the wind is pushed off the sides of the front of the car. Grab that wind, too. Make it turn turbines. Honest it. You never have to plug that car in. But, of course, the electric company won't make any money, and the charging stations won't make any money, and the government won't make any money taxing all of that. That'd be all free. You'd have to charge that car once. Or if you let it sit and idle too long. But you'd only have to plug it in once. And then when you need to charge it, take it for a ride around the block a few times. And you wouldn't have to worry about sitting at a charging station for hours and hours waiting for your car to charge. It would be charging as you're using it. And you can do the same with your house. Just walking around, blinking your eyes, moving your fingers. You give off energy. If you can harness that, you can store it in a belt. And when you get home, plug your house into your belt. Mm-hmm. And run your house. Did you hear about the energy secretary who went on a uh, publicity drive and she came, they were on these, you know, electric cars and they came to this charging station (laughs) and this thing didn't work. And and they were, and they were holding up the other ones and they ended up calling the police on her. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. She was blocking the charging station and some young family was waiting to use it and they were holding it, waiting for her to get there. Yeah, they called the cops on him and made a move. But yeah, you wouldn't have to worry about any of that. Did you hear Elon Musk is going to the border tomorrow? I think that's hilarious. 
Yeah. But what is, what is his motive out. exactly on that? He wants to find out a better way to handle the immigration crisis. So he wants to go see for himself what's going on, see how they're, you know, handling it, see what the operations include, and then he's going to try to build a better mousetrap. He's going to figure out how to do it better. But, yeah, he is very pro-American, you know, pro-sovereignty, not pro-American, but pro-sovereignty. And remember, they were mad at him because he wouldn't turn Starlink on so that the Ukrainians could sneak up on the Russians and pull a sneak attack. The Zelensky called up Elon Musk and said, hey, you know, turn on Starlink. I'm going to bomb this part of Crimea. And Musk said, no, I don't want to be involved in your war. But not only that, he's an American company, and there is sanctions against that. They turned off. They made him turn off Starlink because it was a war zone. But the president of Ukraine doesn't get to pick up the phone and call Elon Musk and tell him, hey, switch on Starlink in this area. He has to hear that from the United States. He has to hear it from the president. Or he's not doing it. Plus, he didn't want to be part of their war. You know, that's way too much power. Zelensky thinks he can call up Elon Musk and tell him to turn on Starlink. He doesn't run that American company. Elon Musk does. And there's sanctions. And if he violated them, he would be in trouble with the United States government. So Zelensky was trying to, like, overstep Biden. Well, yeah, but the way he's been making money hand over fist here... He runs more stuff in this town than than Brandon does. That's true. But that's a little pompous and entitled, don't you think, that he can just pick up the phone and and say, turn that on? Oh, I agree. But I I think that, that he believes that he calls the shots here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all that celebrity has gone to his head. All he was was an actor and a cross-dresser. And now he's the president of Ukraine because he's willing to do their bidding. Good money in it. But now that power's gone to his head. He thinks he has more authority than he actually does. He got a cold reception in Capitol Hill. Yeah, well, these Republicans, 28 of them. Now, there's only 50 senators. Out of 28 of Republicans, we don't. We, if we had 28 Republicans, we'd have the majority in the Senate. But I don't. So I don't know where they get that 28 of them vote. I got their names, but they voted to fund Ukraine in this continuing resolution. And then in a couple of weeks, uh, November 1st, they have to have a, a whole budget out, and they got another bill out, and that's got money in it for Ukraine, too. How come every bill now has money in it for Ukraine? Well, we're financing, if we shut down, we're financing their government. Yeah, our government shut down. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. 
and and the government has, doesn't have to shut down, and they make their own deadlines, and then they act like oh the whole world is going to collapse because, you know, we put an artificial date up here that we have to have this done by then. Well, just like they changed the date, and just like they're putting doing a continuing resolution until November first. They're just giving themselves another month. They're kicking it down the road. So if they can set that deadline and mm-hmm. break this one, <clears throat> then the deadline is full of it anyhow. It's just a way to shake us down and cause panic. Oh, my God, the government's going to shut down. All but 20% of it runs on itself. So the mm-hmm. other 20% is non-essential. And I think every government employee should be essential, and every government function should be essential. But they're not going to, you know, take the days off themselves. What they're going to do is they're going to close national parks and monuments and, you know, anything they can do to cause pain and aggravate people. Remember, they wouldn't let the veterans go to the Vietnam Memorial? Yeah. Yeah. One of those shutdowns. And they had all the public parks closed and roped off. You know, you couldn't get into Yellowstone. You couldn't get into any of the national parks. Yeah, those weren't important when they really were. And then when they went back to work, they all got their back pay, so nobody missed a paycheck. They just got it all lump sum. you're out of work well, the, and the government shut down, why do you get that back pay? I should have done your job oh. and it wouldn't have got shut down. Well, the Democrats are, are the kings of the shutdown. Oh, yeah, they look forward to it. They find very creative ways to aggravate people. And they threaten the old ladies, and they threaten the vi- the veterans, and they threaten the poor children, and, you know, health departments, things like that. But they never miss a paycheck themselves. And in every one of these CIs, they give themselves a raise, too. So not only are they getting back pay, they're getting a bonus. But shut down, too. Every time you shut down, paid you don't va- have to go to work, but you still get paid. Paid vacation. Yeah. It's all a scam. Everything's a scam. And we should know better, and we should be smarter. We have to teach the young people, because these teachers aren't going to teach them. They're going to teach them what they want them to know and how they want them to come out. They're not going to teach them how to be independent thinkers. They're not going to teach them to be mechanics and you know, electricians and plumbers and things like that, they're all going to, you know, those are the jobs that they're going to give to the migrants. We're being replaced. We are absolutely being replaced. They don't like Americans. And they like people they can control. Did you see up in Staten Island they kicked out the people from the nursing home? There was this guy who was a 95-year-old vet. Yeah, and we talked about that for a little bit, yeah. Did you? Oh, that, that, this is, that just, people up in New York are about ready to mutiny. I hope they do. Yeah, well, They're you know, how happy. many slaps in the face, how many kicks in the teeth are they going to give us before we say something? Well, you don't mess around with that now. 
I'm oh yeah, I used to there. hear how I used to hear how brave New Yorkers were and how tough they were, you know. And I had a lot of respect for them. But when I see stuff like this going on and they're doing nothing about it, now they're starting to speak up. But this has been going on a long time. They just thought it was Texas's problem. No, it's not Texas's problem. And then they flip out that the Texas governor sent 1,300 migrants to New York. Well, where'd the other 190,000 come from? Not Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody's looking at Joe Biden. Well, even the mayor of El Paso, he's a Democrat. Guess what he's doing? He's sending them out. Yeah. Texas can't afford them. They're really destabilizing Texas. Well, that's the idea, though. By the way, Bianchi wants to come in. I'm going to open his mic. Come on in, Bianchi. How are you guys doing? Good, friend. How are you doing? Well, I will recommend everybody go to U.S. Debt Clock. In 2027, the interest mm. on the debt will be $2 trillion. Mm. The revenue mm. will be about $4 trillion. Mm-hmm. Can't survive like that. No. No, you can't. Your, your debt will be $44 trillion. It's $33 trillion now. But your revenue now is about $4 trillion. You can't survive like that. No. It has to crash. There's no way around it. It has to crash. But you know what happens when it crashes, Bianchi? All these rich people get affected. The poor people, of course, they're always going to get affected. The middle class will probably be wiped out. But the very wealthy will lose their money and their influence and their power. And there will be a shakeup among their ranks, too. You know, not all rich people are going to make it. You know, I think I told you guys the other night, congressmen, Congress and U.S. senators should be paid by the states that they represent. Mm -hmm. Get away from this federal salary. And they all should be term limits, even those people that's, that's working for the bureaucrats. They should be term limited. Yeah. Yeah, well, this machine operates itself. They should get rid of the nepotism. They should immediately streamline the staff. This is 2023. Most of the government's business can be done with automation. You don't even need that many employees. But they have make-work jobs. You know, the senator's nephew and niece and their cousins and their uncles and their aunts, they all get these civil service jobs. And then their life is in there. And that's they get the civil service from the recommendation of the Congress people, by the way. Mm-hmm. So there is some nepotism. Another point. Yeah. Robots, AI, and whatever else that's taking the place of a human worker. You know, like your kiosk at your supermarkets mm-hmm. Those yeah. should be taxed and an employee tax. The same as if it was a human being taxed. 
you know that's that's something to think about. I hadn't thought about that. The more artificial intelligence you employ, the less taxes you pay. And the the less, you don't have to put out for OSHA, and you don't have to have unemployment compensation for them. You're right. You're right. Yes, you're absolutely right. You don't have to pay no vacation. So the employer really won't be losing anything. Mm-hmm. But the municipality that was taxing that employee, that machine should be taxed that same amount. That way, the revenue that's generated from employee taxes can still come in and provide what it needs to provide in order to run the municipality. Yeah, well, that's a double-edged Ooh. sword because the government won't be fighting to keep your jobs if they're still making the same money. They won't give a damn about that. There'd be more reason to get rid of us. Yeah. So those are just a few things that uh, and would we need should to be decentralize changed. that automatic bureaucrat. You know the the people that run the government, literally. You know we should definitely decentralize them, move them out of D.C., put the Department of Agriculture in an agriculture state, put the Department of Education, get rid of the Department of Education. Um, all of these agencies, the FBI, you should break them up and scatter them around the country and don't have a central office. Um, IRS, scatter those around the country, too. Don't have that central office. Absolutely. What then you'd have people in all the different states working at these agencies instead of just the people in D.C., and it's self-perpetuating. So if you break them up like you would any monopoly, it would be better for the country. Let the states control those parks and forests. Do away with the federal government collecting lease fees and drilling fees from companies that explore and extract energy. That money should mm-hmm. go to the – could you imagine how better off these states would be if they kept that money? Yeah. They just screwed Alaska out of it. Alaska was doing it. They were getting checks from the energy agencies and departments and everything for the drilling in Alaska, but he stopped that now, so all those people aren't getting checks anymore. But that was like a profit-sharing type thing that they had going on up there. Well, if I was the last, I would I would be fighting. And we got to start yeah. telling these courts, telling these courts to go pound sand. They are nothing yeah. more than a high-class referee. That's all they are. You see that local judge, circuit judge in New York, go after Trump today saying that he um, inflated the value of his properties in order to get loans and they're going after him for that and this guy is a local judge who has no real estate authority whatsoever doesn't know squat about real estate said that Mar-a-Lago was only worth what did he say to prove 18 million 18 to million, million. But an empty lot is worth 40 right Mar-a-Lago is only worth 18 million are you kidding me <laughs> That's ridiculous. This judge doesn't know squat, and he doesn't know that, you know, you can't just pick up the phone and call the bank manager and say, I need a billion dollars, and I have this much property to use as collateral. Well, 
if the bank, the bank has their own appraisers. So they send, they have to know the value of all your assets. And the title company, they have their own appraiser. And they got to know the value of the assets before any of that loan is ever approved. And then the loan was repaid and the interest was repaid. And this judge said that there was fraud. That was a private transaction between the client and the bank. And the money was paid back and the interest was paid. And there was never a late payment or anything else. And it was long ago. So why is he bringing it up now? And Mar-a-Lago was worth a hell of a lot more than this guy is, is saying. And now he's trying to dissolve Trump's businesses in New York. And this guy all by himself thinks that he has this type of authority to do such a thing. I'm sure it's already being challenged. But it's still, that's a lot of chutzpah. Yeah, but they're the judges don't the get in trouble for those. Uh, if it gets kicked upstairs, it gets kicked upstairs. They don't get in trouble for that. No. No, he did. He just send it on his way and just go back into obscurity. Mm-hmm. Without any type of a fallout for him trying such an audacious move on a former president of the United States, bringing up something like that. And it's a civil matter. And it should, well, if the bank had a problem yeah, with it, it should be the bank. Yeah, but if the, the bank isn't suing Trump, so why why would they get involved that, uh, years later? Isn't it after the statute of limitations anyway? But not that that stops anyone. Yeah, that didn't stop them. They extend them in Trump's cases. They've already done it before. Now they did it again. However... That's none of the the government's business. The government made money off of it. So if Trump said that his property was worth two bucks, and this judge only thinks it's only worth one dollar, and Trump paid taxes on two bucks, give him back half his money, because he overpaid taxes too. Then. As far as I can see, it the government owes him money if that's what their claim is. The bank's happy. Trump's happy. The only one not happy is the government, and they're the ones that owe him money. Because you should have only paid tax on $18 million. If what he's saying is accurate. And, you know, it's not going to go anywhere. It's only going to take 30 seconds for Trump to get his hands on the records from the bank appraisers and the title company appraisers and his own appraisers and the lawyers and he'll have all those documents, and he can march into the appellate court and say, this guy's full of it. You know, here's the receipts. I said it was worth this. The bank said it was worth that. And the title company said it was worth that. So who the hell is this judge? He's not an appraiser. He's a judge. So that's just, and then he wants to try to dissolve Trump's businesses in New York as punishment. So this guy brings the suit, judges the suit, and then tries to dissolve Trump's businesses all on his own. Without a judge. No jury. No jury. And no authority to do any of this. And he's he's just a, a district court. He's not even a state court. Right. 
Yeah, I'm surprised the guy can walk upstairs with testicles that big. My goodness. What do you think about that, Bianchi? I think it's a bunch of hogwash. Yeah. And the judge is creepy looking. He looks like that E. Jean Carroll or one of those um, Rothschilds. He's just got that real creepy, sinister look. What court? He sits on an appellate court? No, he's a uh, district judge. I'll tell you. A federal judge? Yeah. He should be impeached for mis- for bad behavior. Yeah, but when you're in New York, unless unless you uh, unless you fight it, then they win. So he's not used to. Uh, don't worry, George Soros pays his people properly. So uh, I'm sure that they already figure that it's not going to go anywhere, but it'll cost Trump some money. That's the whole point. Well, just write a list, write these people's names down on a list, because if they keep living, we're running to them in the future. Yeah, and right. It is beyond that, though. They'll find themselves in a predicament, and get then at that point, you give them hell. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow. All right, the, the, the judge's name is Arthur Engerond, E-N-G-O-R-O-N. And it says here, do you understand how egregious this is? The state AG is spending taxpayer money to prosecute a civil case against a former president of the opposite political party, and the judge is all too happy to assist. A piece of work. And all the banks and lenders did their own due diligence on the financing, according to Laura Logan. She said all operational loans and business loans were paid back. There were no defaults or banking interest adversely impacted. There are no victims of what the state calls fraud. Yet the judge is ruling the Trump organization must dissolve all business interests in the state and exit within 10 days. So he got 10 days to clear out and dissolve his businesses. Right. But if there's an appeal, what is he supposed to dissolve it anyway? And then, and then, if he wins, he he does what? No, he'll just get an appeal and just get a, a stay until the appeal is heard. Mm-hmm. And then the appellate court will enter a ruling. And then, if it's not in his favor, he'll appeal it again and go up into the higher courts. But this is stupid. It's not even worth chasing. And you're going to put this guy through this even more. It's just more of the same. But we're going to put the people through it. We're going to put the state of New York through it. We're going to put the federal government and the federal courts through it all the way to the Supreme Court for a loan that was repaid and never had an issue. But the, and you're you're forgetting the important part, this. though. 
you're forgetting the important part that a, a district judge in New York is appraising property in Florida where he has no jurisdiction. Exactly. And it's all just to pile on Trump to clear the way for Michelle. Yes. You know, the more they come up with on Trump, they think the better her chances are. Because they're not guaranteed that she'll win against him. Her husband was a complete failure. Joe Biden was a complete failure. And they're pulling every sneaky, dirty, rotten, underhanded trick on Trump. He's the most investigated guy ever. And they can't come up with anything, so they're gonna come, this is what they're going to come up with? Trump is so bad that he repaid a loan with no default. And that's what the, all his illegal is. That's so illegal. Get out of town. They make no sense. And they're going to put the whole country through torture. Especially Trump. But the rest of us got to deal with it, too. And it's going to cost us all money one way or another. And it's going to cost Trump a lot of money. And yeah, it's making headlines. But I mean, it's so stupid and such baloney. And why would they even bring that up? You want to charge him with fraud for a loan he took out years and years ago? And he repaid it with interest? I mean, don't you go to court if you don't repay it? Well, that's what I would think. Yeah, well, now now you go to court even if you do repay it. You know, those FEMA camps that don't exist get closer <laughs> every day. They're just trying to move him out of the way, and they can't, and it's killing them. They are trying every sneaky, underhanded thing, and it's killing them. And, they, and they're just getting nowhere with it. And it's relentless. You know, aren't people sick of it now? Can't people say, hey, you know, back the hell off. They're bullies. That's all they are. It's organized bullies. And they're bullying this country. Every one of us they're bullying. Not just Trump, they're bullying all of us. You know, Trump is the big face in the picture, but all our faces are in the picture. They're just steamrolling every one of us. That's what Trump said. If they come, they can get me, they can get you. Mm-hmm. Oh, they have gone all out against this guy. Maybe they will get him for tearing the tags off his mattresses. You know, one day, my mother went around the house and took the tags off the furniture. She took it off the couches, off the mattresses. And I said, what are you doing? She says, I'm rebelling. She was rebelling against the government by taking the tags off. I thought it was the funniest thing. And it stuck with me. And now they, now I see memes. Yeah, he's getting indicted for taking the tags off the furniture, taking the 
Do not remove tags off the pillows. You know, when Missouri was under the Democratic years, rules back in the in the sixties, they had a property tax. So you'd have to have an inventory of all your end tables, coffee tables, chairs, couches, dishes. Mm-hmm. And they'd tax them. Wow. Your rugs. They tax all of that. Coat hangers. Not no clothes. The coat hangers. Wow. What business do they Missouri, have going within your house anyhow? Well, it's sent out a form. And you have to list it. Yeah, but... <laughs> and I would imagine if they came out and did an audit and you missed something, they'd probably charge you and plus interest. Wow. That sounds totally unconstitutional that the government knows all of your assets. And taxing is supposed to state, be voluntary. That's what St. Louis County used to do, I'm telling you. They mm-hmm. finally got away with it, got, a, got away from it. I'm glad of that, but wow, that must have been a hell of a burden on people. We the gotta, best we place for taxes is in your pocket. Joanne. Exactly. And they got all kinds of deductions and everything that people can take advantage of. They try to get them on that, too. And then everything he did was legal. And he ended up paying more taxes than the Democrats. We're talking about fair share, but they took every deduction, too. Anybody who thinks Hillary Clinton didn't take every tax deduction available. Oh, I know. Or, or Obama, or the Bushes, or, you know, any of them. They they all took the deductions. Every senator, every congressperson, every business, it's all legal. And if Trump said he had that much in assets, and the bank agreed that he had that much in assets, and the title company agreed, that he had that much in assets. Who the hell is this judge to even try to assess and evaluate uh, value that property? And it, you're right, proof. It's not even his jurisdiction. Yeah, I could so, see maybe, even though I don't believe in it, that if it was in New York City, then you could say, well, at least it's in the city. But the, the, he's not—he's not sanctioned to do anything in in Florida, as far as I know. No, not in Florida. He can't be valuing property, but unless you know, like Trump Tower was put up for collateral, evaluated. I don't know where, where he's getting his numbers from. But who the hell is this judge, anyhow? That loan was paid, and it was a deal between the bank title company and the borrower and the taxes were paid on it and if he's saying that it was only worth 18 mil well then the judge owes Trump some money because I'm sure he overpaid the taxes on the on the property value Yeah, and now Elon Musk, he's another one that they're, they're going after with this lawfare. Elon Musk just posted 
seems that way, and the Wall Street Journal opinion says, does the Biden administration have it in for Elon Musk? The Tesla CEO faces a remarkable number of government probes. Another one. Oh, that judge is going after Eric Trump, too. Right. He just because he can. He says, yeah, it says, it's absurd as this case is. Judge Engeron knows that I have done absolutely nothing wrong. Any impartial judge looking at the facts and extensive testimony would never have allowed my name to be dragged through the mud. Frankly, it's cruel. Mm-hmm. So, uh, everyone, we just got the 90-second buzzer. Okay. Well, thank you all very much for tuning in, Joe and Bianchi. Thank you very much for calling in, Proof. Thank you for having me on tonight. To all of you out there listening, good night. I love you, and I'll see you next week. All right. Thank you, everybody, for calling in, because without you, we would have nothing here. So I will be back tomorrow. Please support the other shows on the network. It's not just the Proof Negative show here, but until tomorrow... Hold on to the handrail. Keep hope alive. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. I am proof negative, and I am oot. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.